but the style of it was um it's called classy where it's basically like like the engine was an f450 yeah um and it drives i don't want to say it drives like a car but it's not like uh the other one's a class a that looks like like a charter bus Oh, Class E. Class C. I said Class C, and the other one's Class A. Oh, Class C. But I thought you were... That's I said, Classy. Yeah, Classy with, like, an accent. No, no, no. Class C, like the letter Like a Korean. Yeah. And if you ain't fucking with this podcast, then you're just a bitch-ass trick. Welcome back to another episode of Save for the Pod, episode 103. I don't have a number for y'all, but welcome back. We back. Phil in the building. Phil and I held it down for a little bit. So shout out to them. Hopefully y'all enjoyed it. If it was boring, then I apologize. But we got AJ back in the motherfucking building. What's good, AJ? How does it feel to be back? Good. It's been a while. You've been doing hella travels. Yeah, I've been I everywhere. miss you, folks. So I miss you guys too. We'll we'll break it down one by one. So first off, you, Luke, and a bunch of other people were in uh, the, on the West Coast. Yep. Tell the people about that trip. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll put this at the beginning. If y'all want to hear about AJ's trip, continue to listen. If you want to hear us get right into the topics, skip ahead to what time? It's fifty-two minutes right now. Fifty-two minutes, yeah. and then I got to subtract a little bit off of that for yeah. <laughs> your choking hazard. So yeah, I was hoping Luke, Luke would be here, but he couldn't make it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we started in LA. It was really the Southwest, not not too much the coast, but yeah. um, started in LA, went to Joshua Tree. Well, oh, started in LA, but then we got an RV. Mm-hmm. So I, everyone flew into LAX. I went and picked up the RV, drove to this grocery store by LAX. Then we got like some stuff for the RV, and then started on. Started on our seven-day journey, ended up being. Um, and you were the primary driver of the RV, correct? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't too bad. Uh, no, I. I mean, driving is easy for me. Yeah. And driving in like, um, especially when I'm driving in new places, it's easier. Like if I'm driving in Florida, I'll get sick of it. Yeah. So like, if we're going on a road trip, as long as someone drives the Florida part, I can probably drive for the next twenty yeah. hours. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I don't think anyone else drove until day four. Damn, you're just thugging it out for real. Yeah. Did they get you a pilot hat? And it's easy it's easy too because when in the R V it's not like I'm just sitting in a car um by myself. Like people are having discussions, I'm able to be a part of whatever or um Yeah. Easy to stay it's just, it's just fun, yeah. Yeah. Um they're playing spades most of the time. Yeah. Or, yeah, or he was probably stuff. hot that you couldn't participate. Yeah, and I did play. <laughs> I did play a couple times and did not lose. Yeah, of course you didn't. You and Nick. <laughs> yeah, me and Nick. Of course, bro. Lose. I hate you, niggas uh, together. Luke Don't was, worry, Luke me was JB learning. Coming for you. Luke was learning, and he he got better towards the end of it, but he was struggling at first. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was it was fun. Oh, I didn't even go through it. So we went to from LA to Joshua Tree. Spent the night there. One second. When you name these um places, can you add the cities and states? Because I'm not familiar. Okay, yeah. Jo- Joshua Tree is in California. Okay. It's east of LA, like almost direct, yeah, directly east. Things like two two and a half hour drive. Um, super remote. It's a desert, technically. Um, cool landscapes. There's a this area called Jumbo Rocks where the rocks look super. I don't even know how to describe they them. Look jumbo. They're jumbo, but they're like. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah, I don't even add it. Like they're textured in a gotcha. way where um, you just look like a, it looks like a different um different planet. Honestly, it looks something like out of Doctor Seuss. Did any of y'all take pictures of it? I don't recall seeing that. Yeah, there's a um, Nick posted a drone photo. That was like probably one of the fo- first po- photos he posted of like the road, and then there's like a bunch of different rocks and like ah, there's yeah, a looking yeah, thing, yeah. and then there's me yeah. out in the um in in the road. That was there also. Right, that looks like something out of Dr. Seuss. Man. Th- that's Jesse, what I said. Jesse. Oh, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we told us it looks like it looks like a real life doctor. No, for real. I'm glad you said that. <laughs> it looks like a real life Dr. Seuss. <clears throat> um, it was cool, but the main reason why I wanted to go there was um, uh, I don't know. It's like one of those that like everyone goes to, but or that's popular. But it also is super remote. And it gets really dark at night, so I was like, "Oh, it's it's one of the best places for like star watching and stuff." Yeah, or, or no, like looking at the night. Yeah, is that where y'all posted the RV? Uh, Gabe posted the RV picture. No, no, no. Oh, okay. So we we get out there. It had been raining almost the entire day. Yeah, like the first. I was in LA Wednesday. To put it into context, the trip started on Monday, so I was there Wednesday to Sunday in LA before um, going on the trip, and it was raining all but like five days, which is crazy because it usually never rains yeah. in L.A., but everyone was happy about it. It's much needed out there. Because um, they had so, a drought, right? Yeah, it's usually just a, dry, a drier climate, too. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy for, like, forest fires to start out there and, and whatnot. But anyway, so I um, that was like, I, I want to go there. I want to be there at night for sure because I'm going to see stars. But it was so cloudy and overcast. So we get, yeah. I got out there for, like, 30 minutes, maybe not even 30, I want to say 15 where and there's like patches that you can see like the stars in the sky but it's super um it was a uh, it was overcast and it got really overcast so you couldn't even see anything through through the clouds or whatever yeah. so we slept the other night uh woke up cooked breakfast shout out to Dell and Gabe um cooked breakfast on the RV it was like i think Gabe cooked that day it was like grits bacon of course eggs. it was bacon yeah <laughs> I'm a big bacon fan too, so I made sure we had bacon in the cart. Um, <laughs> and then explored a little bit of Joshua Tree that morning. Every day we were up at like 6 a.m., uh, maybe not we, but I was up at 6 a.m. minimum. Because um, one, when you're driving that much, you got to get a head start on the day. Because yeah. all these places were like almost eight hours away, mm. um, just driving time only. And we like to stop, duck off, take pictures, and do things like that. So. I try to get us out there or get us on the road and headed to the next um, destination as soon, like as early as possible. So we explored for a little bit and then got on the road, headed to, uh, to page Arizona was the final destination. Yeah. Which is where, um, Antelope Canyon is and Horseshoe Bend. Those are like yeah. two of the most popular, like my Amazon delivery. No, that's fine. That's fine. But you just always hilarious, bro. Like you could have easily stepped away. (laughs) So we get to this nigga still hilarious. I want to hear a story. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. I'm not giving you our time. You're just funny to me. That's all. Yeah. So I think it was like eight to nine hours away from Joshua Tree, (laughs) Joshua Tree to to Page, Arizona. Yeah. Um, and then. On that way, we took like kind of the scenic route because we wanted to go on old Route 66. Yeah. Um, so we did that too. Old Route 66 was cool. We stopped at like one of those. It's a, I guess you would call it like a tourist trap now, but just like a, um, 
super route 66 had a bunch of like mm-hmm. license plate stuff and yeah. old old stuff whatever stopped there um took some pictures just route 66 is through california from it uh it's really long like it goes i think i don't know where it goes entirely but it goes through arizona it goes through new mexico it goes through got you it so, goes to california so yeah i got on from joshua tree route 66 to yeah, the, you can't directly get on Route 66 there, but like we drove to it and then went on. You can go like on I, Highway, I think it's 40, mm-hmm. I 40, or you can say Route 66. We took Route 66 just because uh, I think it was a better, it was more, it was a f- more fun drive as well because um, it was just highway the whole time. Yeah. Um, and people don't take it as much. So it wasn't like there's was a ton of traffic on it either. Nice. So did that. We, we ate and then. Um, and, and like Seligman, I don't know what's, what state it is, but the city was Seligman, eight there. And then that's after that headed to Page. So to go to Page, you can, it's like, it's in Northern Arizona, almost basically almost Utah. Yeah. Um, and we were staying in this campground in Lake Powell, which is like a big lake that's out there. And, um, you can go through the Grand Canyon and... Like, yeah, through Grand Canyon National Park and cut over and end up in Page. Or you can go through Flagstaff and yeah. then up up a highway that way. Y'all didn't even do Grand Canyon, did you? We did. Oh, so, okay. So we... um. I don't, I don't, y'all didn't post any pictures from it? I don't did. remember seeing that's it. That's where that video picture of Brandon, right? Which nah, one? that's the, the Forrest Gump shit. Yeah, that's Monday right? Valley. That's the one you're talking about. What, which no, no, what the one about? the Nick took where it's like the lights and the canyons. It's like the super... Uh, he posted it. Oh, you you talking about where they've been before, where it looks like an iPhone, uh, yeah. like wallpaper? I don't think that's... Oh, no, that's Antelope Canyon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so um, Grand Canyon. So I'm, I, so I'm like, you know what? Whatever, it's a trip. We have RV. We'll take the scenic route because it's like yeah. 40 minutes longer. Um, and I planned to do that. Anyway, yeah. I was like, we, uh, we, we may do this. Just knowing like the different routes. Also, real quick, did the is the RV good on gas? Like, did y'all have to stop a shitload for? It's gas decent anyone? on gas. I think we probably got like ten to twelve miles a gallon okay. at best. Yeah, but it's just it's really heavy, and a lot of it you're going uphill. So yeah. like that thing's like <laughs> yeah. and like turning. So um, gas ended up being cheaper than like I forecasted. I get I'm I forecasted a little bit higher just to give people an idea when they're making a decision whether yeah. they can go or not, but it ended up being a little bit cheaper. But anyway, so I get to um, the front of Grand Canyon National Park, and shout out to Julian. I mean, Mike is military too, yeah. but when you're military, you get like free national parks. No matter oh, that's what. Yeah. Yeah. So I gave him the thing. She's like, oh, yeah, yeah um, desert view is, is closed, and, and this part's closed too. And I was like, oh, damn, we were going. I was going to stop at desert view. So I guess we can't stop there, but whatever. So I was like, oh, yeah, um, we were going to, is it, we're not trying to camp there. Because she's all we had the RV. I said, like, we're not trying to camp there. We're just yeah. passing through. And we might stop just to, like, check, like, look over there and then keep going. She's like, oh, no, no, the road is closed. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, the road, like, I'm trying to get to Paige. She's like, yeah, yeah, you can't. You have to go through Flagstaff. So, mind you, Flagstaff is an hour and a half south of where the point where we were. Yeah. And then Flagstaff is an hour and a half south of Page. So I had to backtrack basically an hour. Like we drove an hour and a half one way. Then I had to drive an hour and a half back to Flagstaff and then an hour and a half up Did to Did they Page. say why the road was closed? Was it, it like it falling was, rocks? Oh, so it was snowing. It was oh, snowing. Oh, yeah. okay. Got you. So I, I think it, it's closed all the way 
which I saw, I saw the campground was closed, but it doesn't say, hey, there's road closures. Yeah. But the campground's closed until like the end of March, because I guess it snows during that time too. Yeah. Which I didn't think it was gonna be snowing. Like we, just, I'm just driving and then I see patches of like ice or whatever. You know, like when it when it's like 40 degrees, but there's still yeah. a little bit of snow. So I'm seeing that and I'm like, oh, okay, that's cool. That's weird. I guess it's gonna be a little bit like this. Also, it was cold pretty much the entire time, and we thought it was gonna be warmer than yeah. it was. Um, but because of the rain too, it made it colder. But anyway, so we keep driving, and then it's just snow everywhere. Like the entire <laughs> mountains are covered in snow, and I'm like, yeah, this is kind of cool. Yeah, because like you don't stuck, really get to see you it. You didn't get stuck like you did last time on the West Coast trip, did you? When you had the little Nissan Rogue or whatever, didn't you get stuck in the SUV? Oh no, no. So I we. That's a funny story too. Because we were actually never stuck. Yeah. I just had the e-brake uh. on. We didn't know. And there was no sign like that says. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no like alert or light that says yeah. e-brake is on. So that that was funny. But um, so I just drive up here through snow and stuff for the lady to say like, oh, you have to turn around. And like there's no other way. You just yeah. turn around out and then keep going. So I was like, all right, whatever. We're here. We get out. So we're like, all right, we might as well go see the, the canyon. It's super foggy because it's snowing or like it was snowing. So you see the ca- the canyon and you see like parts that are like kind of deep, but you, we probably saw like one tenth of how deep it actually gets because yeah. of how foggy it was. Um, we, I think we got a couple of cool pictures or Nick did. I don't know if he's posted them yet, but I'll see. But it was like, <laughs> it was super snowed out. We had all our layers on yeah. and we were out there for a minute. <coughs> Luke only had his Bottega boots <laughs> and, <laughs> and, um, and I think the Salehi Bembry Crocs. Right, and that's another reason why I wish that nigga was here. Because as soon as I seen his outfit, because I already know Luke. Like, yeah. Luke uses every piece of outfit that he will, like, on a trip or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, when I seen those boots, I knew he was going to be wearing it the entire trip. And I'm like, these are not those outdoor are, boots. Right, those are the only <laughs> boots he really had. So he was wearing the majority of the time. Oh god! And he was trying not to wear them when we were in the snow. I was like, "Bro, yeah. this is probably the time." I mean, there's not a lot of grip on them, but you're gonna wear your Bembrays that have holes in them and yeah. stuff. I was like, "Your feet are gonna get soaked. Go put your other shoes on." He's like, "Oh, okay, okay." She's gonna um, be numb, right? So it was still cool seeing it, but we obviously didn't get to see like the grand part yeah, or grand yeah, whatever yeah. of the Grand Canyon. I had been before, but there's a couple people who hadn't. So I was hoping that we'd be able to see, um, see it a little bit more, but. I mean, being in the Grand Canyon when it's snowing was kind of lit, so that's an experience in itself. So after that, we drove down to Flagstaff, gassed up, and then drove up to Page. We didn't get there. That was our first campsite campsite that we actually had one at. Um, didn't get there till like, midnight, and it was, like, storming already. I had made I had made a reservation and stuff, so there was, like, an open spot for us. Yeah. But no one was working ever, so no one could let us in into whatever. It just was open, and... By the end of it, we never checked in with anyone. I could have just stayed there for free. <laughs> but so we did that. I dumped all, like, the black water, gray water. Black water is, like, uh, on the RV, like, pee and poop. Got just, you. like, waste. And then gray water is, like, waste from sinks and, like, showers uh, and stuff. Okay. So, like, just, like, soapy water or whatever. So I dumped that, refilled the, the tanks, hooked up the electric. And then, um, and then we chilled there for the night, slept, and then got up early again. Because we had, the next day was our Antelope Canyon tour. And then going to see Horseshoe Bend. Wait, question. How's um, yeah. how's sleeping and showering in the RV? Okay, so showering is like, it's not like a regular shower. You have to like, you the, the name, not the name of the game, but like the 
you want to conserve as much water as possible because you have a finite amount. It's not like you're just hooked up to plumbing. Yeah. yeah. Um, unless you're at a campsite, then you can hook up to their water and then run it as if you're you're taking a regular shower or doing whatever. So, really, Julian calls them submarine showers, and he is basically like you turn the water on, get your body wet, turn the water off, soap up, wash everything, and then water on to rinse everything off. And um, that's how my dad. I don't know if he still does to this day. Obviously, I don't know how this nigga showers, but yeah. that's how that's how he used to shower. Because in Suriname, you got cold ass water. Yeah. And I didn't realize that was weird until I got older and <laughs> seen other people shower. That's part of it too, because the water is pretty. Cool. You, there's a, a water heater, but it just doesn't work as well as a regular water heater because obviously the tank, the water heater tank is smaller. Yeah. So that'll it'll run out fast, and sometimes it's not worth putting it on. So. Um, yeah, so I, I I didn't shower for the first like two days, mm-hmm. or like on the second days when I did. Yeah. But also it was like freezing cold the entire time, so you're not not freezing cold, but yeah. you're not really sweating, mm. and and stuff like that. But um, Luke Luke took his showers every day. I think Mike took his showers every day. Other people were just, were kind of on the same yeah. like rather more schedule as me. But um, yeah, so. But yeah, when we're hooked up to the water, you can take a shower for as long as you want, really, because it's just gonna it's gonna dump out the same way that um, and if uh, you're hooked up to the the plumbing thing, it'll dump out, and then the water's coming from yeah. from the the hose you're attached to. And the sleeping arrangement was it cozy? It was good. It was it slept eight and it slept eight comfortably. It was okay. there was one like queen in the back. There was I don't know what it was, but there's like a bunk a, a top on top of like the cab where you're sitting in and driving. Mm-hmm. And it was probably as wide or a little bit wider than a queen, and it was definitely longer than a queen. Uh, me and Nick slept there, and we were definitely comfortable the entire time. Um, and then there was two bunk, two other bunk beds, and then there was a. Uh, Luke slept in one, Dylan slept in the other, and then there's two like the two like common sitting areas turned yeah. into beds too. Did y'all get any pictures there. or like videos from in? Because I've never even really seen the inside of an RV like that. Yeah, I can. I mean, I have the listing that I can share with you, and yeah. I definitely took. A video or two, yeah. But the other thing is with the RV is once you're set, um, I hope this is interesting to people listening because no, this is, I, is a really long story. <laughs> I'm interested. It's a really long story. Yeah. <coughs> I'm like kind of an expert at RVs now. Yeah. Just, just from doing that. And the shout out, like if you guys are ever trying to do an RV trip and you're leaving from the LA area, let me know and I'll, I'll put you in contact with the dude that we rented from because he was great. Like anytime I had a question, if I had a question, no matter what time it was, he picked up the phone and was able to walk me through yeah. whatever it was. So shout out to him for sure. Um, Real quick. Yeah. We're 100% recording, right? Because I'd hate for yeah, you to Yeah, we're at 18 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not even that. Because in my We've head, I was that. like, I wonder when, it, yeah, I was like, should, when AJ's done, should I be like, if you're not interested in hearing about the trip, skip to X amount of part. But yeah. now nah, go ahead. Um, So... Another thing is that there's like these pist I don't know how to call them pistons, but like I guess jacks, yeah. yeah. Jacks that level out the R V. Got you. And it does it automatically too, so I have to like you have to turn the car on or something or get everyone off so that the weight is fine or weight is like what it's gonna be and people aren't moving around to throw it off and then you just hit the auto leveler and um I think you can do it manually, but the auto worked just fine. Yeah. And um it levels the RV, so if you're cooking or if you're taking a shower or whatever, like water is not falling <laughs> in a certain direction or yeah. you're not leaning one way. Um, and then after that, you can expand 
two sides of the RV. So it feels uh, tight yeah, when you're yeah, driving yeah. and you're on it, but once you get set and you expand, it's way it's way bigger and there's a lot more space. Got you. Yeah. And I'm just going off the picture that Gabe posted and what I've seen posted. The RV y'all had, it wasn't like a brand new 2023 RV, right? No, it was no, like it was, older. I think it's 2016 or 2017. Okay. But the style it of it was, yeah. um, it's called Class C, where it's basically like, like the engine was an F450. Yeah. Um, and it drives, I don't want to say it drives like a car, but it's not like uh, the other ones, a Class A that looks like, like a charter bus. Oh, Class E. Class C. I said Class C, and the other one's Class oh, A. Oh, Class C. But I thought you were... That's what I said, Classy. Yeah, oh, Classy class with, like, an accent on yeah. it. No, no, no. Class, <laughs> class C, like the letter C. Like a Korean. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what I thought you were saying. So, yeah, so... um, And I I made sure to get one like that, because I'm like, I am not trying to drive a bus. Yeah. Or figure out how to drive a bus, or, like, put the responsibility of someone else driving a bus <laughs> in their yeah. hands. So, um... Yeah, it was that. That was fine too. Um, yeah, so you you level out. It gets it gets way way like way more expanded and and it's I don't know. It's pretty cool. It's it's chill on there. Um, what else? Oh, the front seats were kind of small. Where like I mean, it wasn't a huge deal. Like I wasn't ever uncomfortable. Yeah. But the um, he got them reupholstered and they're really nice. And like, there's a cushion here, but I'm taller than the dude, so the cushion was like hit me right in the back of my neck, and I yeah. was just. It wasn't it, but it was it was fine. Like I figured it out too. Um, but yeah, so we drove back from Flagstaff. On the way to Flagstaff, it was uh, I didn't say this part, but on the way to Flagstaff, it was like blizzard snowing. Yeah, like <laughs> super like snowing snowing a ton. I didn't find out until after the trip, but the RV wasn't even four wheel drive; it was two wheel drive mm. and whatever. But I did, probably because the weight of the thing, we didn't have any slippage or whatever else. It was driving like yeah. carefully, but um. It was yeah. It was blizzard snowing at one point. You said flag Flagstaff was what state again? Arizona. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, that's usually if you're going to Grand Canyon, you usually and you're going to Arizona, you usually fly into okay into Flagstaff and then break off from there. Got you. Um. So, Lake Powell was cool. Woke up when we when we in these places it's, it's kind of remote, so like it'll be pitch black when you get there, like no real like city lights or anything. Yeah. So you wake up, we hadn't seen like the surrounding area. So we wake up and there's Lake Powell there, which is like big can big canyon looking um area with like a lake there. And like, wow, this looks <laughs> looks yeah. beautiful compared yeah, to like yeah, yeah. what we thought it was gonna be or, or what we didn't see when we drove in at night. Um so Gabe's like, All right, let me get some let me get some uh drone footage. Let me let me put the uh put the drone up. So he's flying the drone for a little bit and it's super windy out there. And um it it uh, it dies in battery really really fast. Yeah. It says oh fifty percent, fourteen percent, and then it just says all right, not like emergency landing. <laughs> and yeah. He, and it wasn't anywhere near him. He was trying to figure out where it was so he can fly it back to him. Because <coughs> usually they just have a home button where like, or it'll just return to home. Yeah. But it just couldn't find where it was and it just went down where it was. So then we spent like the next two hours Damn. trying to figure out where this thing was. And we have like a time stop because we got to get to the to Antelope Canyon. Yeah. What helped us is that we were staying in, I think, y Utah. I, whatever it was, we were staying we where we stayed, even though it was 10 minutes away from where we were going, it was a different time zone. So oh, we had an extra yeah. hour. It was yeah. so confusing because we woke up an hour earlier than we probably needed yeah. to. 
just because um, it was when it was 10 a.m. here, it was still 9 a.m. over there, and we had to, we had like a 10 a.m. appointment. Yeah. So we spent all this time looking for it right when we're about to give up. Note to Gabe: put an air tag on your shit next time. I don't <laughs> yeah. know how much it weighed down, but I feel like that could be beneficial. Now the thing is super, it's super small yeah. too. But um. When we it took a picture of like when it's landing, it takes a picture of where it's landing at. So we ended up finding it. We were Nick, Nick, Nick and Brandon were looking for it while I was trying to like wrap up everything on the RV and get yeah. us going. Um, we get into the vicinity of it, then all like eight of us are looking for it, still don't find it. Then we get back to the RV. His uh, like the handset turns back on, is like, oh, it's at this coordinates. So we put the coordinates and like, all right, we might as well try. <coughs> and when we were like maybe 200 feet from where it was telling us to go, park rangers pull up and are like, whoop, whoop, what are you guys doing here? You're not supposed to be here, kind of thing. We were like in a residential area, apparently, or like the um, the living quarters of the people who worked in that park or yeah. something. And he's like, oh, yeah, you guys aren't supposed to. And like, there was no signs anywhere that said mm-hmm. that this was like somewhere you can't access. Because we were looking for that. We wanted to go one way. Yeah. We couldn't because there was a sign. And we, went th- and we ended up going the way you did. They were just trying to give us a hard time. And, yeah. like, find any reason to tell us anything or, or whatever. And the dude's like, oh, yeah, so where are the coordinates? And I'm like, I, I show him on my phone. I had a Google Maps. Like, it's right. Like, I'm, I pointed. It was right there. It's 200 feet. We're getting there. He's like, oh, no, we'll put the co- I'll have him put the coordinates in. Then we'll go look for it. And I was like, all right, that's fine, too. Or you can just walk with me yeah. <laughs> to where it says yeah, it is. Yeah. So he puts it in. They hop in the oh, – right before they hop in the truck, like, oh, yeah, go stand by that wall and, and don't move. Like, just trying to be – like trying to flex their authority for no yeah. reason. Um they put they jump in the car, even though he has the coordinates in it, they reverse and legit drive two seconds, stop, <laughs> and they get out and they and the drone is just right there next yeah. to where they, they pulled up. They took a picture of it like it was like a drug bust. <laughs> and they bring it into the car and drive back to us. And they're sitting in the car for a while. Like And drones weren't like illegal over there, right? So in in national parks and drones, you can't technically can't fly drones. But the one he has is like it would. What they classify as a drone is anything like two hundred and fifty grams and oh, above, okay. and his is so small that it's under that classification. Got you. So when they were saying, "Oh, you can't you can't fly whatever," and he's like, "Well, actually, this is two hundred forty nine grams," and they make him this way because of the because of the rule that it's not actually a drone. It's just. You, what else are you going to call like it? Like an an RC, yeah. <laughs> it's an, an RC helicopter or something. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> so he was trying to like basically get us, like, get us on there. Like, oh, where are you guys going? What, just trying to lead, ask leading questions. And I know what he's doing, so I'm not really giving him like our exact itinerary, what we're doing and stuff. Um, but Julian eventually gets frustrated. He's like, hey, where are you going with these questions? He's like, you, you keep asking questions, it's not going anywhere. Um, Julian was hot the entire time because <laughs> he hates just like yeah. people trying to flex authority like that. Um, and he's like, "Oh yeah, well, that's why the drones are illegal or whatever. You can't really fly them in here. If you're going to other um, other national parks, we'd have to notify them that you guys are coming and that you guys have been warned and so on. Just trying to do the extra stuff. Yeah. And then that's when Gabe told him the thing, and he's like, "Oh well, I just need your your ID um, just so we can log log it that we we spoke to you or whatever." And he didn't give us no documentation or anything else. Yeah. Like he was just trying to get your ID to see if there's anything he could hold us up on. Yeah. And there wasn't. So we're just like, whatever. We, we're not going to fuss about it. Just get, get on her. Because we were legit leaving. We weren't yeah. even going to stay there another night. Thanks. Um, I got pulled over for uh, being black while RVing. <laughs> basically. 
Um, but you got the RV or the, the drone, the drone yeah, back. Yeah, I got the drone right? back, okay. so all is well. Like, and whatever. Gabe didn't have to give him the ID, or you did give it to him. He did, but he got his ID back. Okay, there was no you. no yeah. like other recourse or anything. Um, they don't got no warrants out, so he was great. Right, exactly. So then we go to Antelope Canyon. Antelope Canyon was pretty cool. Um, it was a. Uh, I liked it a lot, but I had been in Slot Canes before, and I liked the other experience better. Mm. But I do think Antelope Canyon, as a Slot Canyon, was a little bit better. It was just a little more picturesque, a little bit bigger than the other ones I had been in. Um, but it's so popular that. There's a ton of people there while yeah. you're there. We we got really cool, cool pictures with not really anyone else in there at the same time as us because everyone knows people are trying to get pictures and trying to like experience it without like the crowd or just people just sitting there. So like you'll you'll be in a, a line of tours. Yeah. Like when we left, there was probably 15 trucks that drove out there with us. 15 trucks of like 10 people. Mm. Um. And we calculated based on how much we paid and how many people like each truck averaged. And how many like uh, how many tours they had a day with each of those trucks? Ended up being like two hundred fifty thousand dollars a day they were making probably. Jesus, like, yo, that's crazy. Just having having in this Navajo land, so this like they don't pay taxes on it or whatever oh, either. Yeah, this is their true. land, Eden. so they're exactly you're just making two hundred fifty thousand dollars a day, whatever. <coughs> um, that's why the booze be flowing. Why the what? The booze be flowing because you know in tribal lands oh, they yeah. have high alcohol yeah. um, alcoholism rates. <coughs> yeah, but that's yeah I don't know, but I, I've I've seen that in in other places that aren't like as privileged too. Yeah. There's a lot of depressionists. I don't know. <coughs> Jeez. All right, so we did Animal Canyon. Um, then after that, drove to Horseshoe Bend. Horseshoe Bend was cool. Then after that, we went to uh, Monument Valley. Hold on, can we pause that? Some water? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we drove to Monument Valley after after that, which was I think a four hour four hour drive. I spent the night there. Finally it was clear. Because even Lake Powell it was raining. Finally it was clear. Clear skies, dry, everything. And that's when we got the, the picture you're talking about with the R V and the night sky. Yeah. And it was crazy. Like how many stars were out there. Then um <clears throat> We stayed like basically on the side of the road. Real quick, because uh, I know the the video that Gabe had posted on his story that was obviously like sped up or whatever. Did y'all time see? Lapse. Yeah, time lapse. Did y'all see like actual shooting stars? So yeah, in those those weren't shooting stars. I think they were planes. Uh, but I did see. I saw two. Gotcha. Um, and when you when it's that like pitch black and stuff, it's a lot. You'll see way more shooting stars than you think. Yeah. It. I was in. North Carolina a few years ago. Oh, when you went to the beach house, yeah. and we were in the uh, in the hot tub, and I probably saw five that night, just because how how dark it was, and it was yeah. just I guess a really active night. So they're not like super uncommon. It's just uncommon when you don't have uh, when you live somewhere where there's like so, yeah, a lot I've of seen a lot of lights in my whole life. Yeah, really? Christina, you never been stargazing? Well, Chris, the like the first time me and Christina uh, chilled, Baez. Like when we were trying to get things back on track, we had we were chilling by a pool. We kissed, hmm. both looked up at the sky, seen a shooting star. I'm like, damn, this is this, this, this is some, yeah, this is meant to be. This the one. <laughs> this is my future wife. <laughs> no, it wasn't <laughs> at all. But that's the only that shooting star. That was a plane, nigga. That wasn't yeah. no star. No, <laughs> it was a, it was a shooting star, 100. percent 
But yeah. sorry, continue. So yeah, I was I was really just staying out. I mean, it was cold that night too. Probably like high thirties, uh, low forties. Um, but I was out there just looking up for the longest time, <laughs> yeah. trying to like look at my phone and see what I was seeing in the sky. I think I pre- I'm pretty sure I saw Venus at one point. Um, it just looked like a brighter star. Do you yeah. guys have a telescope or no? No, no, no. And yeah, that would have been a good idea. Yeah, we were just hanging out there. But um, we we basically right on the side of the road of the main Monument Valley yeah. Road, or we're like, it's even called in Google Maps, like they have a point called Forrest Grump. Um, oh, really? Ru- uh, run, stop, whatever. So I put that in the map and just like parked straight there. Then in the morning, we, we took pictures, Julian and Brandon went on their run. I think Nick got some dro- phone drone footage of that took some different pictures and um yeah and then made our way to this place in utah where um would like to get to get on the eventually we're going to albuquerque but to get there we had to go through utah and just like loop instead of turning back around it was it would have taken the same time and I found another uh, RV stop where I can load up on new water, dump, and they actually had showers there and heated like and a heated like heated showers also like heated rooms or whatever. Yeah. So we all took showers. Um, the guy let me refresh water, dump, hook up to electricity, all that for free, and we just paid for showers. It was like eight dollars a shower, which was well worth it. We did our laundry and everything yeah. too. <laughs> so it was a good like halfway breaking point, um, and then. We drove down to Albuquerque where we watched the first FAU game, um, FAU Sweet 16 game. Mm-hmm. So we watched it in Twin Peaks, Albuquerque. And then after that, drove to White Sands, which is in New Mexico, and that's like three hours away. That's the first time someone drove. That's when I had Mike drive for a little bit because I was like dead tired at this point. And it was like, it was really late. So he drove for i think 2 3 hours and then i f- i finished it up in like it was like an hour left up until or 45 minutes till we got to white sands usually national parks are always open so even if like you get there at an off time yeah. and you're camping there or whatever whatever like the gates will be open you'll just have to either pay on the way out or or whatever whatever but when i pulled up to white sands the gates are closed and i was like oh it opens at 7 so i'm like damn That's crazy. i was i was planning on just like parking inside the park yeah. and we were just going to set up there wake up being in white sands so i went luckily there's like a little like divot or like side road thing where i just parked the rb there slept for two hours and then and then drove us into the park um at like six or seven a.m when like the the gates were back and stuff white sands was cool it feels like a different planet also um super remote just like hill it feels like you're in the middle of a desert just hills of white sand and um and this and it was sunrise too so it was it was really cool and then after we ate there took took a bunch of pictures ate and then got on the road to san diego and that drive is like without any stops is 12 hours it's like 12 hours 12 and a half hours or something like that yeah <laughs> so that was like the longest like straight drive shot. the straight shot of driving um that we had so we drove there and didn't get we left probably at like 10 a.m. and didn't get till, didn't get to, or maybe not even 10. We probably left at like 9, 8.39. Yeah, somewhere around there. And didn't get there until like 11.40. And Worm ended up flying to San Diego and meeting us there. 
Oh, um, so he was only there for San Diego. Yeah, he was only there for a couple of days. Um, then after we we picked Worm up, we ate at like In and Out, and then I found <laughs> this uh this beach that had like showers and stuff, or like this area, this park in La Jolla Cove in San Diego, that had showers and um. <laughs> And like was like, all right, there's no no one here, so I can park here. So we parked there. Me and Luke took showers, but it's just like outdoor showers. And it was yeah. again, it was still cold. It was like 50, <laughs> 50 degrees, probably yeah, forty eight. Yeah. But it didn't even feel that cold. Like after the initial shock of like the water being cold, like I was fine and I was like taking a shower. I mean, we had shorts on and stuff, but I was taking a shower as regular. You could see like the steam coming off me, yeah. off my it body was a hot and shower? stuff. No, it was a cold shower. And it was just like there's no dividers <coughs> there's no dividers between you and Luke? No, nah, it was just like a like an outdoor um Yeah, like at a beach. It was like right? a yeah, you know how the beaches oh. here we have like a pillar and there'll be like one shower. I'd have been naked. It was just like a row of showers. It was actually really nice and like the, the bathrooms were pretty clean. And when I woke up in the morning to go like brush my teeth, do whatever at those same at the same area, there's a guy there cleaning them, cleaned them like cr- like it was better than any any beach, any beach shower bathroom situation that we have here. Well, they're all disgusting here, so yeah. I hope so. So it was like it was. I was like, oh, this is like kind of lit. I, yeah. I'd be homeless here, you know. <laughs> exactly. And La Jolla Cove is like, I don't know, famous, but um, they have sea lions that just like live there and chill there all the yeah. time. This is a real scenic looking cove, and like the entire night, there you just hear like sea lions barking and stuff yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Like, and like playing around in the surf and, and splashing and brandon and gabe were like snoring probably the worst they had the entire trip <laughs> at this point and there's just like brandon like they were alternating snores too like they were in, in the, on the same rhythm so like he would be snoring and then when he takes his breath in or out yeah then gabe then then uh gabe is snoring or yeah. i don't know if i said gabe twice and then there was like the um the sea lions barking in the back <laughs> so i was able to sleep because i can yeah. i can sleep there that kind of stuff but I texted Dell, who happened to be awake at the time, and I was like, "Bro, you, you hear this orchestra going on <laughs> with the with the sea lions too?" Yeah. But it was really cool because, like, even at night, you see them. It was high tide, and there's like stairs that go down to La Jolla, and like the water's up into the stairs, and there's just like sea lions playing around in the water. Yeah. Um, so we woke up, went to this area of San Diego called like Sunset Cliffs, where um, there's this cave that I wanted to go see. Like during, you have to do it during low tide because of not like the way the path to get there is like um covered by water got you but even during like it has to be super low tide like that at its lowest so you point can't, even when it's low tide you can walk into the cave you can but you have to like you're still gonna walk through some water got you and you're walking on like wet rocks and stuff too so really only surfers will go there or um people who plan to surf or like if you know you're going there like i didn't i had never done it before so when i got there i didn't realize like oh we should have been here when it was like direct lowest tide and we were gonna have to get like you're gonna have to get wet kind of regardless to make it in there but it was still yeah. cool to see the um sunset cliffs is it's pretty scenic there's people surfing out there so have you seen pictures that nick posted of yeah. like people surfing and stuff mm-hmm. he took those with took those with his drone off of um sunset uh sunset cliffs is called then after that we tried to explore a little more but this day <clears throat> we probably would have done more had it not been another FAU game, the Elite Eight game. Yeah. But uh, we wanted to make sure we were somewhere to watch it. So we went to this bar out there, watched it there. Super crazy experience. Everyone in there was like, what the hell's going on? Why are they going so crazy about FAU, yeah. like being in San Diego? And <coughs> San Diego State had played the next day, so it wasn't even like 
people were there to watch um, the uh, San Diego State game, like, later. Um, so that was fun. We ended up winning. We basically had the entire bar, bar to ourselves until, like, the, the second game that was yeah. coming on. And then people were in there. And we're just like, yo, do you guys go there or something? Like, yeah, we're actually on an RV trip. There's an RV outside. <laughs> and we had to pull up to watch. So when leaving this place, right, energy's high. It's great. I pull out of the park the part that I'm parked in and there's this pole with like a bracket on it where a sign I guess used to be and it scratches the top of the thing like badly yeah pretty bad like I had to yeah. go through it like uh I luckily I got the, the insurance yeah, through outdoorsy but um yeah kind of just like for me at least took the mood I'm like damn I'm not have to worry <laughs> about figuring this out yeah and like there was there was a way to avoid it but it was like you would have had to drive so irregularly. Like, on the way in, we kind of, like, nicked it and nothing happened. Yeah. We just, like, oh, it's there. But I just had forgotten that it was there. And, like, the where it hit the RV is, like, 11 feet up. So when you're walking up and driving, you're not thinking about 11 yeah. feet, <laughs> like, like high. Um, and I just pulled out of the parking spot regular. But I would have had to, like, directly back up all the way until I wasn't next to the curb and then go. Got you. Um, so... Without, like, when you're not, you don't have the presence of mind, you're not focused on that, like, that you're never going to think about that. Yeah. So, that happened, I was like, damn. Then we went to go see uh, see Sunset out there in Torrey Pines. Um, super famous golf course out there also. But there's, like, <clears throat> I don't even know how tall these cliffs were, but they were really high. And there was, right where we parked, or where we went to go see Sunset, there's, like, a paragliding like takeoff spot yeah and this is like i guess it's like paragliding tours so the entire time we're sitting there maybe 50 feet away people are jumping off on para on paragli- uh, par- like in paragliding and then we're flying over our heads yeah no 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 i think we would have had to like did you say that or no i think the squirrel suits is on your bucket list right yeah oh, okay <laughs> i would have if i had like if i would have if i would have known about it ahead of time i yeah. probably would have but um at that point in the trip, like it's towards the end of the trip, and you're yeah, like, yeah, 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 we've been spending money, kind of yeah, thing. Exactly. <laughs> so, so that was the second to last day, technically the last night. And then that morning, we were driving to, um, or we were gonna do the hot air balloon. So mm-hmm. I drove to Temecula, which is like hour and a half or something, and we just stayed in the parking lot where the balloon people pick us up, and then, um. And then we go from there. If you guys are doing air balloons in Temecula, hit me up. And <laughs> definitely don't go with the people we went with. Like they weren't they weren't bad. Like our, our tour guide was cool. But they tried to nickel and dime you for everything. And they had a like it's well, it's not gonna matter for you guys because you, you guys aren't like that big, but um they have like weight thresholds and at different thresholds you pay sense. more. Um Oh shit. Yeah. <laughs> so at two twenty five you pay like twenty buck, twenty five dollars more than like the regular price, and then at two fifty and up, you pay twenty five more than that, so fifty more. I get it, but that I feel like that's illegal, bro. That's like some that's, type of segregate. Like they got to figure out how to disperse the people into different balloons, right? And not just like charge them. Right? Yeah, that's actually wild and problematic. But if in you, if you <laughs> that's facts. A few people, I mean, a few of them do that. Like yeah. I saw that. It seems like a standard practice. I'm like, all right, cool, whatever. Like if you're I don't know, but phobic. Yeah. So we we get there, right? And I I, t- I take everyone's weight before, like they send me their weights, and I submit them, and we we pay based on what people are weighed. We get there, 
and they have a scale there and they're like checking people's weights bro this scale this i don't want to i don't want to put anyone's weight on blast but i'll put luke's luke's is fine luke i think weighed in told me he weighed at like 180 the scale weighed him at 197. Jeez. Luke has never been 197 no, in his Probably because they weighed him in his clothes, no? His clothes, like, yeah, you, you obviously you weigh with what you're going to yeah. carry on there and stuff. So, like, I had my camera and stuff, and, like, Gabe had a book bag, um, which, like, you, like, eventually you just can't take book bags. Um, we found out, but I was like, yo, give Luke the book bag. And I was just, like, trying to put the extra weight on different people that I knew weren't going to make up to the 125. But when Luke, even with, with clothes on, if he was at 180, he probably should have weighed 187 yeah. max, yeah. maybe. 197. Worm's difference was crazy yeah. <laughs> compared to what it was. Because Worm probably weighed the same as me, like Yeah, Worm was like, yeah, yeah, 160. So uh, he weighed in at like, I think it was 190 or 187 nah, or something. Wild, and he was like, wild. yeah. <laughs> he was climbing over there, yes, sir. <laughs> Them niggas, uh, niggas is tipping the scale. <laughs> they definitely were. There's no way. Yeah, G shit, bro. Because she was so hell bent on us doing it. She was. Just, it was terrible customer service. Um, when it came to that, but everything else was fine. And on on top of that, I probably should have just got us like a, a private one, just because we had eight people, and it probably would have been similar priced. But they, we were packed so tightly on this on this air balloon, like you really couldn't. You really didn't have space to like even turn around. But um. Still, the air balloon was really cool. It was really fun. You don't even feel it when you take off. Yeah. You just, like, gradually lift off the ground, and you're just, like, floating. Like, if you, if people who were in the center or, like, couldn't see, like, the takeoff right away, didn't even realize if, when we were off the ground yet. Um, super peaceful up there. It's hot, too. Like, if you're going, you wear a hat because, like, when they're firing the the heat yeah. or whatever, like, your whole head feels like it's burning. <laughs> you're like, oh, God. <laughs> Um, it feels like when you're in the Miami heat arena and then yeah, and then, yeah, but fire. just worse, and yeah. it's just like on your head. Top. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was the last thing, and then drove eight and returned the RV. But so, what was your favorite thing of the entire trip? Um, I think it had to be Monument Valley, just because like night sky and just being there. I've always wanted to go to objectively there's like i think maybe white sands is up there hot air hot air balloon was cool like all of it was great but um and i love san diego it's my favorite city in california so like i it's always yeah. it's always fun i always enjoy when i go um even though it's only my second time going and uh but i think monument valley just because i was like yo i want to go there seeing forrest gump yeah it looks really scenic um the drive there was pretty cool and I just never thought I was ever going to go. Yeah. So being there and having <laughs> thought I was never going to make it out there, just like there's some certain place where you don't, you never think you're going to go. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. like, all right, that was, that was, uh, I think this is my favorite. Bucket list for sure. Right. So for me, for an, uh, just spectating, watching y'all stories, I think top three, the, in no particular order, the high air balloons. Like, I don't know why, but just everyone's story, that shit was mad peaceful. Yeah, Even it was. It was really I good. would never do a high air balloon. But oh, that really? Shit, oh, yeah, you're scared of heights? That shit looked beautiful. And, like, Worm's story that he posted, bro, I watched that shit, like, a million times. <laughs> like, when I'm having a bad day, I just pull that shit up. And that shit <laughs> puts me at ease. Uh, the 
the the nighttime thing with the RV that Gabe that posted. Lit. Gabe yeah. asked everyone what his favorite post was, and I think that was across the board. Everyone said that. Mm-hmm. And then, um, damn, I just had the third one, and I already forgot what it was. But I don't know. The the higher below. White Sands? No. Or Antelope Precaution? It wasn't uh, White Sands. Joshua Tree? No, it wasn't Joshua Tree. Horse I don't know. Been? I don't know. I forgot. Route 66. But... I, it might have been the Forrest Gump thing, but I don't think it was that. But, nah, it, it looked enjoyable. I, I'm glad y'all posted. I can't wait to see uh, what else has to be posted that hasn't already been. But this shit was fire. Yeah, the, so this trip was like, I always wanted to do an RV trip. So that part, that was part of it for the Monument Valley, too. Because, like, having the RV there, night sky, being in Monument Valley. And then I was sitting there with Gabe. I was like, yo, we talked about this so many times. Like, doing an RV trip. Mm-hmm. And we're actually doing it. That's, like. That's kind of crazy. Oh, the uh, the iPhone looking thing. Y- y'all have posted that before. Y'all have seen it before. But every time I see it, I'm like, yo, this shit is fire. Antelope. The iPhone? Is that Antelope the Canyon? the wall? The it looks like the iPhone wallpaper. Oh, oh, Antelope Canyon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Antelope that's what that is, Canyon. bro. That shit is amazing. I yeah. feel like you could take that on the worst quality camera and known to man, and it's still gonna. Come oh, out that's amazing. funny. When we were on the tour, because like they most of the people there aren't professional photographers mm-hmm. or have like professional equipment. So like, oh, we'll teach you trip tips and tricks on <coughs> how to take pictures with your phone and get good shots of it and stuff. So the lady's like, all right, so on your phone, make sure your setting is this and that, and that. Yeah. Make sure you have night mode on. Yeah. <laughs> we're like, we're not doing this. <laughs> <coughs> so it was funny. Her just trying to give us tips on on how to take how to Tell take me good one pictures. More time what it's called? Antelope Antelope, Antelope Canyon. Bro, I'm about to make that. Is this lot Canyon? Yeah, bro, that shit looks so fire. Like, I know this isn't from y'all. This shit's on Google, but that, yeah. like, I could look at that all day. Yeah, I gotta go lit. there. That's on my bucket list now. Not for sure. Um, but yeah, White Sands. It's like in our trip. I mean, we made like a big kind of a circle, but in the trip, I could have went more through Arizona. There was other cool stuff I wanted to do, but I was like, "There's no way." Like, White Sands is is in New Mexico, but it's also remote in New Mexico. Like, you have to drive three hours from Albuquerque, which is the capital and the biggest city, one of the bigger cities. Yeah. And I was like, I'm never going to do this if I don't do it now. <laughs> so that's why I made I made the push to go. Like, when I, put, I put that on that turner. I made the push to go out there, too. And, Albuquerque. And how's New Mexico? It's cool. There's a whole lot of nothing out there, though. Mm. Um, Pretty dry. They got bitches. Some <laughs> piece wasn't bad. Huh? Twin Peaks wasn't bad, but uh, we didn't really see people other than <laughs> the people we saw at Twin Peaks. Because mm. we were driving the entire time through New Mexico. We saw elk also. Um, but driving the entire time through New Mexico, stopped on White Sands, and then drove out also. Nursa is in Arizona next year. I got to find a, I, uh, I think it's uh, Phoenix. <coughs> Phoenix, but it's way it's far as shit. Phoenix, but I, like as a city, is okay, but there's like there's definitely stuff to do around. Yeah, yeah but I got to find a way to get to Antelope. We stayed when I went to Arizona. We was in um definitely just take it extended in. What's outside of Phoenix? We were at the Biltmore and um Scottsdale. Scottsdale, yeah, we were in Scottsdale. Scottsdale is kind of lit too. Really? Yeah, yeah Scottsdale. I think that's where Arizona is. University of Arizona. It's Arizona really like got a party some, town. Uh, yeah, yeah. Pretty ass white girls, like some bad white women. All right, but I'm glad to hear about the trip. Yeah, yeah it was almost have... an hour. <laughs> so, That's yeah, uh, I'll, I'll put this at the beginning. If y'all want to hear about AJ's trip, continue to listen. If you want to hear us get right into the topics, skip ahead to what time? 
It's 52 minutes right now. 52 minutes. Yeah. And then I got to subtract a little bit off of that for yeah. <laughs> your choking hazard. But um, yeah, we'll get right into the topics. I might skip a, a couple. Because one has been so long. One story I did see that I thought was nuts is a couple that has three kids. And they've been married for 10 years. Found out that they were cousins. Like, it dip- what level of cousins? So that that's that's the thing. Well, first I wanted to talk about the story, which it, you hear that it sounds crazy. Um, you think it's sick, but of course, if they don't know, they don't know. Like you can't yeah. you can't fault them for that. Um, but I did read through the article for once because y'all know usually I just <laughs> see the headline and put it in there. Um, but that was my question as well because I was like, I'm gonna ask y'all, would y'all stay in that marriage? Um, but let me see if they got a divorce, if they stay married. But they're not sure exactly uh, how distant of cousins. Um, they said it could be anywhere from like second cousins to like eighth cousins or something like that. But they were like, they think maybe like a great grandparent could have been the connecting factor. But <clears throat> this nigga just sneaked up on me. It's my first time seeing folks. Uh, after the fact, it was the wife. Like, she had realized a couple of things because they did yeah. a DNA test for some reason. But she was like, during the wedding, um, like, the grandmas kind of looked and acted the same, but they didn't think anything of it. Uh. Um, but yeah, they're, they're cousins. They got three kids, but they decided to stay together. Yeah, at that point, it's done. Yeah. And it's not like you guys knew you, each other were cousins and you went into it like, hey, my cousin, you know? Yeah. So yeah, it's like, I'm staying with you at that point. Yeah. See, yeah I'm three surprised kids you're saying stuff. that. I'm nah, the damage been done. I already like you. Like, I'm already in love with you and we got a family. So I'm not yeah. breaking up my family because we cousins. It's too late for that shit. We just yeah. don't have to accept that we and you're what, embrace. You're extended cousins, too. Yeah. We just got to accept that we embrace and live <laughs> our life. Yeah. And no, they are not white. Well, I don't know if both of them white or not, but... Quinones uh, is the last name, which is usually Hispanic or whatever. But Quinones. No, nah, I thought this would be a lengthy that conversation. Is, that's her last name. Really? Quinones, yeah. But since Who? Phil. My ex. Oh, she's oh, Puerto dear. Rican and Italian, though. Since Phil uh, agrees, this isn't going to be much of a conversation. Yeah, so. no, bro. It's like at that point, we already did the taboo. Yeah. So fucking again, three kids like that. That's tough to, to break that, that up. You shot that club many a time, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <no>. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> um, well, you just brought up shooting up the club, so I want to know what is the worst thing somebody said to y'all during or after sex. AJ, I know usually you don't want to talk about this, so if you want to skip, feel free. But I feel like Phil might got some. I don't. I don't know if I've ever had like something bad or like the worst thing said to me. But like, there's one. I think. Yeah, we can skip. But nothing's really been said. I was gonna say like a a funny thing that happened, but. Yeah. So the only reason I brought this up because I've never really had anything bad either. But the other day, uh, actually, I should call her in here. Hold on, let me see if she outside. Feel if you got one, think of it real quick. Um, something bad during or after sex? Yeah, um, someone said has yeah during or after. What's the worst thing someone said? Um, the word wow. Um, I don't know, man. Like, I don't know. Like, I've I've had girls just had a girl like ask me to stop mid sex because it was uncomfortable. Yeah. 
so so i guess that's like the, the worst thing she was just like we need to stop because i can't do this this just feels so uncomfortable and it wasn't like because we were having sex i mean it wasn't because like the situation was uncomfortable the actual penetration for her was uncomfortable yeah just because the way i'm shaped down there uh. <laughs> the way i'm shaped down there uh so the reason i brought this up is because the other day tatiana and i had sex and <laughs> after shout out to having sex yeah beat it down um and afterwards do you remember what you said <laughs> after when we had sex <laughs> bro, she said, "Jeez, Louise, <laughs> bro, that was the whitest shit and most unattractive thing I have ever heard in my life." And I was fucking dying laughing, but you could have said anything else. But "Jeez, Louise," that Jeez was the first Louise. thing that came to mind. Because honestly, I was just honestly, I was just speechless because mm. it was so nice. I wish you would have been speechless. Had a boy, Zacharias. <laughs> You, I felt like I needed to voice yeah. how I felt. So the only thing that came out was, geez, Louise. I'm, I'm you took her back at, to the 60s, bro. I'm not good at articulating. Her white side really came at home. Yeah, oh, gee, Willikers. That actually brings up another thing I recently saw. I wanted to bring it up last podcast, but didn't. And it was black people. One, I've seen a tweet about this as well as TikToks, but black people being like, why do white people take black slang when white slang hits every single time <laughs> so like geez louise mm-hmm. g willikers i didn't i didn't but uh like another one was like get a load of this guy or for pete's sake shit like that like white slang low-key do be hitting it, but it they has to be t- timely yeah it has to be like you have to so, say it at the right moment so, so just so we're clear after sex is not the right geez time. louise <laughs> is not the right time no but yeah, I've never had any one of those moments. I guess I, I guess, I guess one chick was just like, "Well, that was quick," because, because uh, the, I think I told y'all this story. Like the first time I ever like came fast, yeah, yeah. and like how I was telling this girl like, "Oh, I, I just never bust fast," and then. Psh- like five minutes in and it just sounds like damn that's tough you told her and then yeah because at that point i didn't and i'm like i'm like yeah no you don't got to worry about that like that's just something i don't do and we did it that shit came out five minutes and i was like oops i would have felt like that bitch bro i mean she did i was just like yo that that's a new experience but yeah i think it was something along the lines of like that was quick or some shit like that Mm -hmm. and i was just like all right round two because I gotta get I gotta get my leg back after that. Yes, I would have been mad. Like I would have been like, well, I want I want my nut too. But like, if you were like swear up and down like, hey, I never come, I never come. When you, I make you come in five minutes, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I thought you never came. <laughs> well, that, that maybe that's what I got to start was, that saying. That was definitely embarrassing. To hype you up. So no, then I feel like trash. <laughs> you last so long. <laughs> I guess every girl feels like that, which is interesting. It's like it's not you; it's me. Yeah, exactly. I need an emotional connection. <laughs> <laughs> we know, nigga. We know. Um, so I don't know if y'all saw that the founder of Cash App was found stabbed, stabbed to death. To unfortunately, R.I.P. Yep. Um, did you see? Did you see further details? No, I just saw that he was stabbed to death, yeah. and then I saw like people mentioning the crypto bros. I know you brought it up too, but that was like a big. But yeah. we talked about that when, like, all them cryptos dudes just start getting whacked off at the same time. Yeah, I'm a conspiracy now theorist. Now, now there's a, a new conspiracy because 
the Federal Reserve, they're coming out with their own uh, cash app, Apple Pay, Venmo type service yeah. called FedNow, which... First of all, that I sounds hate that. that sounds that sounds <laughs> fucking like the feds, like federally ish. Like now, yeah, like, like y'all well, can't think of a better. I'm not sending my money through that, fam. <laughs> they definitely tax. Imagine, imagine you're sending somebody money for some malicious thing. <laughs> it's in through Fed now. Do you want to exactly. accept this hundred dollar? <laughs> fed now, like bro, this sounds like an incriminating <laughs> app. <laughs> hey, what the fuck? Yeah, so people, they because it was literally the next day after the story of him getting stabbed uh, is when I seen the the story about Fed now. Great the timing. Federal Reserve they did that shit. Fed now. That was gonna that was gonna be my question when I was like, did when I stopped talking, I was gonna be like, did he find something out he wasn't supposed to find out? Maybe. Or he's so successful that they needed to literally kill the competition. Facts. Well, you have to knock off Vimo and everybody else. I mean, he's probably, Cash App's probably the biggest. Was Cash App the first? I felt like Vimo was. Yeah, I think, I know Venmo is what everybody used. I just don't know. I think people like Cash App more because it's not as intrusive. So people, you know, people don't see your payments. Yeah, exactly. It's just between you and the sender. Like on Venmo, you can comment and all that. They made it try to make it social. Yeah. Yeah. Cash App be like, yo, just send the money, bro. We don't care how you send it. Just send it. Exactly. Did y'all see Apple uh, got a patent on a new AirPods case? That's it's stupid, supposed to be interactive. Bro. It's dumb as fuck. No, so it's, it's a. It literally looks like a iPod Nano, essentially, but it's a. It's an iPod case. Somebody was like, I forget what comment it was. They was like, "Bro, Apple do everything except make the shit better and cheaper." <laughs> I mean, they do make shit better, but like make it better and more affordable. They be like, they's pretty much saying that Apple always adds unnecessary shit that don't nobody want. This, well, I wouldn't say that. Um, but the thing is, Apple at uh, this point, okay. I feel like they just out of ideas because everything has been done at this point. Yeah. Because I, I think I've said it on this pod. There was a point in time, like when I was in high school and the iPod Touch came out where I was like, I feel like there's nothing else that Apple could do unless they made a phone. Because this was before they, I think the iPod Touch came out before the phone and then the iPhone yeah. came out immediately after and I mean, obviously, we've seen everything they've done with the iPhone since, but it. You know, sometimes it's okay to just let that shit breathe for a little yeah, bit. Exactly. You don't always gotta. That's facts. Be yeah, but a business and with investors, they gotta like you gotta keep making gotta more keep, money. Yeah, but it's just like Very you going. Some points you are gonna level out. Yes, and and it's okay to level out and then level do. out for a couple yeah. years and then come back with a big ass bang, and then just sell out again. Like I feel like they in a rush to push so much shit out that. It's not innovative when it comes out, and then the shit that they do is like, you know what we do? We going back to the square design. And it was like, nigga, nobody wants the fucking square design. Who cares? I actually, today, I saw a post, I think it was on Twitter, saying that flip phones have been on the rise with uh, Gen Z, which is crazy. For, I, that's because they selling drugs. It's not, it's not because... They using it not to be distracted. Yeah, nigga, they using that shit because it ain't traced. <laughs> <laughs> See, and I didn't, I didn't believe the story when I saw it. Drugs is the only thing I could think, but Gen Z, I also feel like, yeah, that's probably what it is. But still, I don't see that being a, a long term thing. They're saying like Gen Z is using it because it's less of a distraction because you can't yes. do shit on it. Yes. Which okay, I get, but. Niggas in the hood been using flip phones because you can't trace that shit. I did see a good idea that girls were doing. They were um, 
buy like a burner phone or like a flip phone or something and take that only when they go out so like obviously like if they need to call like 911 or whatever and they have their friends phone numbers like they have like their important contacts in there but they use that camera like when they're going out and they just leave their smartphone at home so like they're not like being on socials while they're like out mm. with their friends mm. So they could so be more attentive? Tempted. Yeah. Okay. Got you. And like they're just in the moment, but like they can still like take pictures and like text and like get a hold of everyone they need to. Yeah. But they. But are, then like, you in lose the your moment. tracking device, right? What do you mean? Like, because yeah, smartphones like how, have tracking devices. How we, how we share our locations. locations yeah. But like they have each other's phone numbers. Like I don't get separated from my friends when I go out with yeah. my friends. So like I guess I don't have to worry about that. So I need a flip phone and wear AirTag. Boom, problem solved. <laughs> there you go. But I feel like <laughs> if if, if that was really a concern, like you don't want to be tempted to post, just put your shit on like airplane mode. No, like, right, well, like, yeah, because then you, yeah, you suck. Tempted to yeah. post. So like, tempted to <laughs> post. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just like you just have like so you have a phone, so like you have security. Yeah, that's like, crazy. You just have you have a dumb phone, not a smartphone. Yeah. Yeah, that's just that's just. It's just interesting because it's like, um, if you can't enjoy your space without getting on your phone, it's wild. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all you got to do is put that shit in your pocket. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like nobody's forcing you to be on your phone, yeah. but your brain can't be like, don't pick up my phone. It's also muscle memory, though, because yeah. sometimes I'll be like, oh, I don't want to be on my phone, and I would just, like, grab it. Like, yes, it's a bad habit. You got to talk into the mic if you're going to need it. It's a bad habit, but, like, it's still a habit that unfortunately i have and so like when you're out especially when you're drunk like you're gonna just go into normal habits like i'm not gonna be like oh yeah i said not to be on my phone and then i'd make a joke out of it and be like that was stupid <laughs> but, like when i'm actually like out and i have my dumb phone and not my smartphone then i'm like oh like i'm just doing i fuck with it if it's gonna make people more present exactly all right phil you had two questions of the week i did First one is, yeah, I got <laughs> if it. you go for drinks with your lady and her friend, should you pay for her friend's drink? Hell no. Uh, I think no. Really? Yeah, I don't think so. You've been paying and for extra drinks? Uh, it de- it So it depends. Because mm-hmm. um, when I went out, when Brittany was in town, <gasps> when Brittany was in town, me, her, and Danny went for breakfast. I also don't know the buying drinks culture, though. Yeah, I so I, I, I feel like it's like if it's customary in your culture. For like American <laughs> culture is not customary, but when I went out with me, Brittany, and Danny for breakfast, I paid for the whole breakfast. Mm. That's different, though. But that, even if it was drinks, yeah. I would have paid for the drinks, yeah, too. Yeah, no, 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 no. I'm saying that's also different. Like, you, Brittany, and Danny, like, if it was me, Tatiana, and, like, Kendra, that's different. But it, I, from your question, I thought you were saying, like, Danny and, like, three of her friends. Nah, just, like, a homegirl. Oh, it's like well, three, yeah, that's different. that's different. It's like, yo, I'm like, yo, Danny, let's go grab even, drinks. And even she though like, I don't think it's a should, it's just you could. You could, yes, yeah. same, agree. Oh, I also, sorry, I misinterpreted the question. I thought it said friends, lady and her friends. But one friend, yeah, that's that's you would fine. You would pay? But yeah, if it's more than one, nah. And it's not every single drink. Yeah, it might have been, it may, it, for me, it's like it may or may not, just depending on the situation. Gotcha. And then I see like, Posts all the time, like girls calling niggas broken shit, feeling obligated that they should be buying drinks for her and all her friends. Like, no, absolutely, nothing is not, an obligation. Shorty. All right, second question: 
you saw this one on social media. I told you to save it for the pod. On IG, I did. But you meet your 18-year-old self. Uh, you're allowed three words. What do you say? I said invest in Bitcoin. <laughs> so y'all didn't see my response, right? I, I, I didn't. I no, right. yeah, I don't know what yours was. So I said don't stop YouTube. Huh? So don't stop YouTube. Don't YouTube. So I started YouTubing like very early, mm-hmm. like a couple of dumb videos with like Zaid or whatever. Um, then I stopped, then got back on it after Vine, um, then stopped, obviously. But had I been on that shit early, bro, I could <laughs> I could have the bag. I could be Mr. Beast, bro. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Maybe not. But you, he'd have a made, bag. You made it through the, the noise. Yeah, and- That's true. Exactly. And you were... You were you were on uh, YouTube as well, so you you probably would have seen my videos. Yeah. Well, I did. I it wasn't because of you. Cause no, I'm not saying you were on YouTube making content. You were on YouTube watching videos. Yeah, but I wouldn't have. Sorry, I wouldn't have reached out to you because you would have had like what I'm sure at that time we're gonna assume you would have like a million or two million followers by the time like I was 20. Yeah. And so I wouldn't have even thought to reach out to you. I'd be like, oh, he's cute. Like how any other person I see on the internet, I'm like, oh, he's cute. And then go on with my day, continue washing dishes. Damn, so I was mid as a viner? <laughs> you were attainable. You, you, you shot your shot when I was on Vine. Because you went out of your way to post that snap. You put yeah, your I Snapchat have, I on there. Did that. I could have did that on YouTube. Well, I was going to say, Zach was but like... When you were when you were a smaller creator and I wouldn't have saw you like I'm saying by the time I'm 20 yeah. and saw you you probably would have been well established with a million followers or yeah. subscribers so like you wouldn't have just seen like my little drop of a DM like hey when you have hundreds of baddies in your DMs because that's what happened and you picked them over me I don't know. In real time. But yeah, my, my whole point was I probably could have been like a big time or decent set, uh, timed YouTuber had I started when I started and continued with it. Bro, if I would have been investing in Bitcoin at 18, I, I was just going into college and I had just got my student loans. Tch, yeah. Nigga. I could have took three bands of my student loans, just put it in Bitcoin for the next. Was Bitcoin years. out at that time? Yeah, it was because okay. I had a, was I had a homeboy that bought it in yeah. college and was gotcha. eating. Yeah, like he was in New York and he told us about that shit in college and we was like, "What the fuck is that?" He's like, "Yeah, man, Bitcoin's gonna blow." Yeah, I'm like, "Yeah, whatever, nigga." Yeah, so I would invest uh, invest in Bitcoin. Yeah, so, I don't know even what I, what I would tell myself because investing Bitcoin sounds cool, but I'm like, at my eighteen year old eighteen year old self would have been like, "Bet I'll do it later." It may not have ever done it because I didn't have that that same urgency that I do now or just like the the realization of time and and urgency and what what that can do. But it's like if you if you telling yourself this, right. As for me, if I would have told myself, if it, oh, if you're like you you yourself is telling, you, telling myself. Yeah. yeah. So it I feel like if you you it would have hit different. So I may not have dumped everything into Bitcoin, but I would have been like. I would have aimlessly been like, all right, let me just put something in there yeah. and just see what, like, at least $100. But even $100 at that at time, time yeah, mm-hmm. would have been over $100,000. $100 at that time probably is a, at least like 100 Bitcoin or maybe maybe like 50. Might be I don't more think than it was that. I don't think it was over like $2, $2 then. When you were 18, what year was that? 18, it was 07. Yeah, that's like. It might have been <laughs> under a dollar. It might have just came out, yeah. Yeah. 
So even if I would put like a couple, if I had to put a hundred, a couple hundred dollars, like I would have aimlessly been like, oh, invest in Bitcoin. All right. I had money to blow. Yeah. I was just fucking that shit off on Grey Goose. <laughs> yeah, that would have been a good one. Yeah. Oh, I need to change the battery pack. Oh, shit. So, yeah. You can do it if you want. It's by the trash can. So my you my three words. Um, Use rubber. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to like think of something that's all encompassing. But like I just said, my 18 year old self probably wouldn't have understood what I was saying at then. So I might just say like, I might have just been either invest in Bitcoin is a really good one, but I don't want to like take your thunder. I might have said like become a pilot or something. Mm. I was I've been looking into it. It's mad expensive. It is. I would have done it's it, but sixty bands. I've seen 80, <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. And it's like, realistically, it would take you four years to do. Nine months. Yeah, but you have to, you have to get, um, you have to get flight hours. It's nine months to become certified. Come certified, But then you have yeah. to get like, I forget how many, uh, how many flight hours it is. I told my cousin, uh, cause she's a pilot and she's an instructor. Yeah. And her, um, her contract's going to be up in New York. So I was like, yo, just move to Florida. So if I do it, you can just be my instructor and teach me. And I can get all my hours with you. And it's crazy because she's my younger cousin. If she does it, I'll do it too. If she yeah. comes down here. She's got two customers. I got to look into these scholarship programs though. Cause they, I've looked. They're not They're not great. But I, I wouldn't, I'm not trying to discourage you from looking. But uh, that's something I've wanted to do for a while. So I've been looking. Yeah, and I probably should have done it when I was like 26. But. Yeah, I got to have one of the, uh, Danny's best friends be, be sending me so much shit because she's just like, I think you'd be a great pilot. I think it's like two and a half years like is what they estimate based on if you're flying every day as an instructor. Mm-hmm. So the thing is like, um, it's like 80, 80, 60 to 80K to do it. And then you kind of work that off by being a flight instructor, but you can't really work doing anything else if you're trying to get your hours in as fast as possible. Yeah. So. It'd be just like, all right, I don't know if I'm ready to take on, especially with everything else I have out right now. I don't think I could take on 80K in debt to bands, do that yeah. for two and a half years. Yeah, not at all. So I could take on like maybe 30 if I can get some scholars. Yeah. All right, get it off your chest. Y'all got anything? Bruh, like I got I actually got something from today. Okay, all okay. Right. I know I talk a lot. You know what I'm saying? I know I can come in the room and take over a conversation and I talk a lot. But I'm also very good at social cues. So I know when niggas don't want to talk to me. <laughs> I feel like I'm very good at being like, all right. Hey, nigga, you couldn't tell when, when we first met. <laughs> I could. <laughs> but he didn't you, care. You just didn't he didn't I care. just didn't care. I could. <clears throat> but no, like, so I'm at work and I'm working at a, I'm helping out at a location, bro. And I got it. It's this dude, he cool. And we don't work. Like my, my job, my daily task is very independent. So I don't need to, I'm always by myself. I just do yeah. my work. So when I go back to my old location at the DTL, you know, I'm working amongst people now. And buddy ass just talk. And talk. And like, because I'm at the D, like I've been on the road. And when I go back to the DTL, it's so relaxing because I can just put my headphones in and yeah. just do work. And I don't have to talk to a lot of people. So I was so excited to go to work because I've had a shitty week all week in the field. So I'm like excited to go back to this old location today and I got my headphones in this nigga come here bro and he just starts starts talking all day. And I'm I just wanted to be like, fam, shut yeah, the fuck yeah, up. Yeah. 
So you, what I you could so have told him? No, what I did was just put my headphones in, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I already had my headphones in, but you know how you like do an exaggerated move? Yeah. So niggas start talking to me, I go, huh? <laughs> <laughs> so I show him that I'm pausing whatever's in yeah. my ear. I'm like, what's up? So he says something, I'm like, all right, bet. And I hit my ear and I turn back to go to do my work. And then I think like after the third time, he finally got it. But then, right, <laughs> then folks like, what time you going on lunch? What you getting for lunch? I'm just go get a pub sub. All right, bet. Can I slide? Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right, bro, you got it. And mind you, he got a work car. So yeah. you got, like you don't even have to we don't have to take lunch together. Yeah, exactly. So folks take lunch to me. And then um he's like, All right, so you you eat in the break room? I'm like, nah, you just sit in the car and eat because I like to get on the phone. <laughs> Which I do, like on yeah. my lunch break. I like to be like I like to be alone, like sit in the car, watch my YouTube or whatever, and just eat. And so and he just he had told to, you that he was gonna sit in the car with you. Nah. I was like, I'm going to go wash my hands. So I purposely walked in with him and then just left my food in the car. And then just went to the car and I came back out the break. He was like, oh, did you eat in the car? I was like, yeah, fam. Like, yeah, that's what I did. To get away from you. That's tough. I'm, Feels I'm popular. But he cool. But the nigga just talks so much, bro. Yeah. I'm going to send him this. So clip. that's why I had to get off my chest. It's like, if you talk a lot, just understand social cues. When people stop talking and they just start aimlessly looking, they don't want to talk to you no more. Yeah. And it's okay. Just be like, bad. Just slowly fade off into the sunset. Exactly. Uh, best thing y'all seen? Got anything? FAU going to the Final Four. Yes. Yeah, uh, that's facts. All right, we'll, we'll get to that in a second because I'm excited to talk about that. Uh, we'll cl- we'll quickly go through streaming. All I have is Love, and, Love is Blind. I know we've mentioned a couple of other seasons on this podcast, but this season is the most lit season so far. Today is Friday, so three new episodes came out, and I think the reunion... So as soon as we're done with this episode, Tatiana and I, we catching up and seeing all the drama. Um, did you have any thoughts about Love is Blind? I know you're not all the way Wait, caught up. Wait, you guys are caught up uh, up until when? We just until watched episode one of the epi- three episodes that dropped today. We're on episode oh, two now. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know. The season's pretty lit. It's super lit. It's better than the last season. For but they sure. keep they keep making it better. Every, every I feel like I said it every season, but yeah. they definitely keep making it better every season. Yeah. What do you guys think about the cast? Bruh, everyone is a fucking character. Zach is wild, bro. Like the fact that he proposed He's to so two weird. girls. Yeah. <laughs> proposing to two girls is wild back to back like that. Um uh Tatiana made a funny joke about Jacqueline. She, she what'd you say? Jacqueline. Yeah, the curly hair girl, the tall curly hair girl. Oh, oh, yeah. Jackie Brown. I didn't know her old name was yeah, Jacqueline. Jacqueline. Yeah. Tatiana was like, her name just sounds like somebody <laughs> caught her in a up. lie. Yeah. It's just like, my name's uh, <laughs> uh, 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 Jacqueline. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah, I, was, I was like, someone's uh, had a name tag named jack and so they yeah. and so they had to act like they were girls so they're like uh jackalina <laughs> yeah yeah um but i knew off rip i was like oh my god she's so pretty but i could tell she's gonna be a fucking headache yeah that's exactly what she, she is de- yeah she definitely she definitely has good personality but like you yeah. can tell like uh i've seen this before yes exactly <laughs> but um yeah what else so Irina knew she was gonna be a mean girl. She, she, I'm glad that she dipped off or Zach moved on from her. Uh, Micah, she, I know a lot of people hate her because she was 
associated with Irina, but mm-hmm. Micah's kind of grown on me. I still don't like her that much, but I don't hate her as much as I used to. Yeah, she's definitely gotten better. Before she was like, I think she's just very influenceable, yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah, and so you, you're all the way caught up outside of the episodes that dropped today, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I've seen a bunch of TikToks about it, but her friend that was in the green dress. Like, that was in the what? In the green dress. Um, when Oh, my gosh. Micah, when yeah, Micah and, yeah. She was I like, hate, I don't like him. Like, yeah. she was she was just, she was just being a hater, basically. Yeah, yeah. She was just kind of like, she didn't want, it seemed like she just didn't want to, want to lose her friend, almost, in a way. Yeah. Um, that you think she's a lesbian and in love with Oh, it seemed like, like it. It definitely yeah, yeah. seemed like it. Yeah. 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 Like, she's in love with, like, the way she was sobbing. Yeah, the other girl was just like, what is going on with her? Yeah. Um, what's but it's also like she, Micah gave her that power in yeah. a way. She was like, if uh, it's not going to work out unless she approves you. But it's like, who, like, she does not seem like the right person to give opinion. Yeah. What I didn't like, though, this I disliked from Micah more than anything else she did on the show. When Paul, is that his name? The one that she's talking to when Paul is just like, well, I don't care what she thinks or whatever. And then like Micah got so defensive. She's like, you don't like, care? Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> is he she's supposed just... to like get offended that your friend's being a fucking bitch right now? Yeah. She's like, I care what you think. Yeah, exactly. She's like, well, you should care. Like, she's important to me. Like, it was just like, you're trying to create something out of nothing. Like, you're trying to like, you're leaning into this, Micah, when you don't need to. It's yeah. just like. Exactly. Brett and uh what's the girl he's talking? I love that couple. I'm cheering oh, for Oh, Brett and um the black the black couple. I'm cheering wow, for Oh, them. I can't remember her name. Oh no. But, but they were so they zoomed in on her cheeks and like and like <laughs> exactly. they figured, I was like, yo, what is going on this <laughs> yeah, season? Yeah, I was like, yo, Are this season rated porn? X. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh the probably one of the most Marshall. controversial people on the episode is uh what's Black Buddy? Oh, the dude with the ears? I yeah. forget his name. Uh, but he... Uh, he just laughs at everything, bro, in awkward situations. Just, oh, Kwame. Yeah, Kwame. Oh, Kwame? Yeah, that's oh, what I'm yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. And then the white girl. Yeah, I thought he was talking about ears. Yeah, I thought he was talking about ears, Oh, no, not, not uh, Josh. Is that his name? I think Josh is his yeah, name. Yeah, Kwame, he kind of, like, laughs off, like, like re- real... Not real stuff, but just, like, mm-hmm. he gets awkward laughs, and, like, he laughs in, uh, in awkward situations. Yeah, and then the girl he's with is, like... Yeah, Chelsea. She's I, a mom. I've said it to Tatiana several times. I'm like, I can't believe this show got me cheering for a white girl right now, a white blonde girl. Like, I like her so much, bro. She's, she's so dope. And then Kwame's just like about to throw this shit all away, bro. She's cool, but like, I can I can see why he he might be like turned off by her a little bit. Yeah, she's kind of like a mom. She's pretty cool, but she's also like, like you can tell that there's probably some trauma behind yeah. certain things with her and she's kind of like well she's she's better than micah and it seems like kwame facts. wants fucking micah so yeah but i feel like they both want so how kwame broke it off with micah was like it was kind of cool for him right yeah but i think he took what she was saying the wrong way mm-hmm. she was like oh yeah i'm just having like she she just didn't want to make a decision basically at that yeah. time. And she was like, basically, hey, I don't want to make a decision. And he's like, all right, bet. And left. Yeah. <laughs> or like, I don't want to make a decision. Yeah. And then she was like, oh, I don't know. Um, and then I think he's realizing, damn, I could have messed that up. And it seems like they might have been a better match together, maybe. Mm-hmm. Then, but uh, who knows? And 
Chelsea's cool, but yeah, she's definitely seems like kind of momish and kind of controlling. She kind of gives me what she kind of gives me Zenda vibes a little bit okay. from the last one. Definitely not as bad. She's yeah, really cool. Yeah. I like her, but she's super pink, really pink, <laughs> and like she's like, yeah, that's how we're gonna live. Yeah, and she's not compromising yeah. either. That's another thing where she's like, we're gonna live here. You're gonna move up here. Mm-hmm. We're gonna live in this house. It's gonna be decorated this way. Yeah, and that's how things are gonna go. And he's like. Okay, <laughs> I guess exactly. I have to do it. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's my only thing with her. But um, yeah. Well, I'm not gonna spoil anything. But these first three episodes, I think they're gonna be super lit. So I'm yeah. excited to see uh <laughs> what you have to say about cool. it. But music, Phil. I know you got uh some new music that you want to talk. Yeah, you got any? Uh, you had some shit prior time to me. So last week, uh, Travis. Oh wait, even before we get into that. Um, I'll save that for the end. So Tyler, he came out with his deluxe, which I think was like two or three new songs on to call me if you get lost, but it's called the estate sale, which I like that. There's a new name to it. Fire as always. Um, DJ drama. I'm really like that. I fucked with it. I haven't heard it yet. Yeah. It has a a lot of dope features on it. Um, I don't think there's a song on it that I don't like, but it's, it's really dope. Mr. Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's not like, oh my God, this album of the year or anything like that, but for what it is, it's cool. Just good features. Yeah. Um, then you have Currency. Yeah, him and uh, Jermaine Dupree finally dropped a project, and it's been uh, they've been teasing this for like months, like six, seven months now. That's an interesting mix. Yeah, it's, it is interesting, and um, it's I don't know how I feel about it, because it's like Currency, but he's on Jermaine Dupree Beats, and it kind of meshes. I'm still filling it out. Like, it kind of meshes 2023, I don't even know what a Jermaine Dupri beat sounds like anymore. I, it it kind of works, though. Like, it's it's like one of those things that take, it has to, you have to, like, it grows with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's not like my usual, like, I like currency a certain way. Yeah. Like, on, on certain beats. And so this beat pattern is so different yeah. that I'm like, I have to get used to the sound. But I was like doing like See, i'm just imagining head. like <laughs> some type of bounce on it, it even though it jermaine, definitely has a bounce on even it. even though jermaine dupree's atlanta like i'm i'm imagining that you can harlem shake to this shit he made like a new orleans style beat which was interesting i was like yo what the hell currency's um, from new orleans right yeah but it, i mean he's from atlanta he's from atlanta though so it was like but it was like a like a new orleans bounce type beat so that was kind of interesting but it was cool and then you know Larry June's new project with um, with the Alchemist. Um, that one saw that one's more like a stoner tape. This one's like super chill, Larry. Keep going, Larry. Okay. Um, yeah, so I, that's like the I think was that the only two I put on there? I don't got the list. Thirty eight special. Oh yeah, Gunsmoke. I fuck with heavy. that new thirty eight. I fuck with heavy, and it's quick listen, like seven tracks. So you know I like those projects. Knock them out 25, 30 minutes. And that first opening track, bro, so hard. I had that shit on repeat for like 10 minutes. Yeah. All right. So next question I have. Kobe, stop, bro. What is your favorite, not the best, but your favorite song from uh, like a movie soundtrack of all time? That's a tough fucking question. It is. I don't even know why I came up with this question, but first two songs... That came to mind are from somebody that's canceled, and I don't even want to say it. R. Kelly? Yes. Which song? I Believe I Could Fly. I believe. That's a great song. It is. It is. I'm telling you, you can't cancel artists' music. It's not fair. I know. 
because that music is that song is not perverted or has anything to do with sexual assault. And then even though I believe I can fly, like Space Jam, love it way more than Ali. But world's greatest, bro. I'm Every the time world's I hear that shit, I'm telling you, you can't you can't cancel Kells. You can't, but. <laughs> I feel I feel dirty saying it, bro. No, bro. You should only feel dirty if you listen to the freaky stuff because you don't know who it's aimed at. Yeah. So I have four total songs. Again, these are just my favorites. Not the best, just my favorites. Okay. Uh, even though I've never seen the movie start to finish, and hopefully Omari's listening to this, but shout out Tokyo Drift. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, that shit is just so fire. Um, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. That was in Batman with uh, Michael Keaton. I don't know what that's on. It was name. made for that, or I, you definitely know name. it. It's the most famous. It was one of the most famous songs by by Seal. Really? It's, I don't. It's most favorite. I don't most think famous. I listened. To, I, I can tell you a Seal. Song. You'll you'll know it for sure. It doesn't even sound. It sounds like a white guy. Right, you don't know. It's this not a little more, a little more. It's not ringing a bell. Wait, when it goes, when it go, when it goes hard. I'm trying to go too. This is the chorus. Oh, it's right. not you ringing a bell. That sounds like some shit that, that would have been on like Independence Day or Armageddon. Yeah, but it was in uh, Batman. Yeah, no, I don't know that song. Um, just a classic i really don't like it but i feel wrong for not putting it on but celine dion my heart will go on that's got to be on there. so i go on which one is that one bruh what movie this nigga only watched yeah that's funny. oh no no i'm tripping i'm tripping i'm tripping <laughs> celine i'm tri- I, I thought i'm thinking of celine i was like oh no i love that song actually <laughs> no, celine. i love titanic i love yeah. that song yeah i'm tripping i like scores a little more uh and the score to Interstellar is one of my favorites. I've never seen Interstellar, so I wouldn't know. You should watch it. It's a space. I'm not big on space movies. You'll like it. You'll like it. It's really good. Oh wait, no. Fuck. Arrow Aerosmith. Uh, even though I just said I'm not into space movies, Armageddon. But no, Aerosmith. Uh, bro, I was just listening to this shit the other day. I don't want to close yeah, my, my eyes. eyes. That's on Armageddon. I don't want to fall asleep because I'm I yeah from Armageddon. Yeah. And I don't want to miss a Fun thing. fact about that, um, I used to go to college in Nebraska, and I hated every second oh, of dear. it. So I would drive 12 hours home every, like, to and from a lot. And <laughs> on my way from home to college, I would listen to that song and just sing it to the top of my lungs sobbing because <laughs> I did not want to go to that school. <laughs> yeah. It's, that seems like a very tatty thing to do. <laughs> So uh, what else? Like when she started saying it, I was like, "Oh, she was in the car crying." Yeah. <laughs> she was in the car crying. Driving. I was like, "Oh, that, I used to sing that." I was like, "She's in the car crying." Driving. <laughs> it's a good choice. <laughs> what y'all got? Me, like I, I said, the score. Oh really, yeah, Interstellar. Really, I don't really know if I know like one song, but like the the Seal song, I, it was in the movie, but it wasn't for the movie, or was it for the? Yeah, movie? Yeah, I don't think so. But uh, hold on, let's let's see. I'll, while, if you, but, while you like, continue to talk, I'll try to find it. Shrek soundtrack was lit, and Tarzan's was lit too. Yes, Tarzan with Phil Collins, very lit. Yeah. Like, I think Tarzan made me like Phil Collins more. Mm. Oh, you got to have Eye of the Tiger. You just mentioned that the other day about oh, yeah, songs Rocky. that white people snap on. It's not It's not my favorite movie song, though. 
My favorite movie song. That might be mine, low key. That I used to listen to that while I was running. Like <laughs> when I was running in uh in high school. Like off rip, my number one probably is Bootsy Collins, I'd rather be with you. Just Boy, because what movie is that? Baby Boy is my favorite movie. It's when, oh, yeah. it's when Snoop's sitting on a couch. Yeah, 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 smoking. Yeah, I, and like I fell in love with that song from that movie. So like I actually learned that song from that movie, and I went and listened to it on my own, and I was like, bro, it's like one of my favorite class, like throwback songs, soul songs ever. Um, so that's probably number one. Um, number two would be... It's called Friday, off of Next Friday. With Busy Bone, and this is for the weed, and this is for. No, I don't know that one. As like when I used to smoke a lot, I used to just let a good stoner song, and then um. Paramedic is up there from Black Panther. That's yeah, my shit. Yeah, yeah. You better call up paramedics I, I, in the street. I'm I heavy knew, in the street. I knew you were gonna. That's have my a, shit. Like I love that shit. Yeah. And um, Akuna Matata. Okay. I'm not mad at that. Yeah, Kuna Matata's high up there. So it does. Sorry to disregard what you're saying. For, no, you but Gucci. Going back to what AJ was saying, I, I don't. Maybe it wasn't written for it, but I do know it was in the movie. Yeah. Did you have one, Tatiana? I know you kind of officially, unofficially on this episode right now, but did you have one? Uh, I don't know. What's your favorite song from a soundtrack? If you don't have one, it's fine. Can I come back? Sure. We're moving on though. Um, so next we have sports, last but not least, sports. So we got to talk about the heartbreak. The heartbreak, bro. Um, AJ, actually, let me talk about Miami real quick before we get into FAU. But no, 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 we'll talk about FAU first. We'll talk, we'll, no, we'll talk FAU first because there's a bunch of context that goes into the Miami game. Okay. So AJ was at the game. Lit. I watched the game. You didn't lit. watch it live, right? I watched updates because I was at a karate. I was at a karate event, bruh. So I went. It was hear lit. From Shout you. out to Theo. Yeah, for let me cool. crash there. Um, you could have crashed my mom's crib too. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and Marcus is in Houston too. Damn. And your brother, right? He's in, he's he floats. I completely forgot Houston your mom Chicago. was in Houston. Yeah, yeah, my mom's there. Fuck. Um. Yeah, but. Yeah, that's it was it was an amazing experience, but losing on that last second shot, seeing it like go in the net, and knowing probably it seemed like before other people people were like hoping like oh maybe it didn't get off in time I knew it got off and when I saw it leave his hand, I was like, that's either perfect or it's gonna hit the rim and bounce out, and when it hit the net I was like, <laughs> like the entire you can hear just like SDU going crazy. At one SDU going crazy, but before they went crazy, it was like a vacuum of like silence yeah. when the shot went in. And then they erupted, but it felt like way longer than it probably was of just knowing that shot went in and it was done. And I was like, damn. Because we, we were winning the entire game. I think people were saying we were up at 14 at one point. Uh, I was so locked into the game that I wasn't. I didn't even know how how far up we were at one point. I just yeah. knew we were like had a decent lead until we like blew like the f- four minutes of of not, not getting rebounds yes. on on free throws and on their missed free throws. And see, I feel like I was so locked in, but maybe unlocked in 
because so many people talked about us missing free throws. I didn't even realize that we were missing free throws like that. Like, I was just, why are we not getting rebounds right now? Yeah. That was what I was getting pissed well, we, off we about. shot 75% from the free throw line, so oh, we didn't okay. do terribly. Got you. But Golden missed a lot of free throws consecutively. Yeah. And that's kind of what kept the um, SDSU in the game. And then um, that that happened right before they... They, I mean, they shot like 50% or 60, under 60% from the free throw line. Yeah. So we definitely beat them there. But they were just getting their rebounds, getting second chances. We were having to defend longer. And they were scoring off of those second chances and coming back that way. It's so. interesting, like, hearing everybody's viewpoints because you're in person. <coughs> you're on TV. Yeah. I'm watching updates. So yeah. after the first half, I'm at the karate event, and I'm hyped. Yeah. I'm like, we lit. Like, we up 14. We were high there for sure. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm just watching scores. I'm like, all right, bet. We up 14. I'm trying to enjoy this event live. I'm like, all right, we looking good. And then I see them make a run, right? I'm like, shit, they getting close. But we still got this lead. Bro, towards like, it was like the last 30 seconds, we were up one on the free throw line. And it was actually like maybe under 15 seconds. We were up one on the free throw line. And I'm like, all right, bet. Cool. And then I see a timeout. I'm like, oh, we got free throws. Cool. It's like, should we make two? We should we should win this game. Yeah. And I'm not, I think we made one or missed one. And something happened, and it's like, SDU timeout. And I'm like, and I'm talking to my friend because she went to FAU too. Yeah. I'm like, so it's either going to be, we either going to make free throws and win the game, or they're going to win on a game winner or some shit like that. And then just get the update, game winner. I'm like. <laughs> but I feel like that's less demoralizing than actually witnessing what happened, bro. And I can't even imagine being in the arena. Yeah. Because we had watched in Yardhouse, in Meisner, surrounded by FAU fans, like, bitch was packed, had no seating room anywhere. FAU fans at halftime, we freaking out. Then that whole four minutes of rebounding. First two times it happens it's frustrating because i think it was like four times in I think a row it was like, yeah or like it felt like i thought it was six maybe yeah. however many times like it the last two times i'm almost like yo this shit i know it's not scripted but i'm like this feels scripted to where we're gonna end up losing this fucking game right now yeah offensive rebounds on on free throws is wild yeah and the amount of times, because you watched like the actual extended like game or whatever. No, I watched the I watched the game winning clip. Yeah, okay. Like so I knew were, I knew at the end I was like, once it stopped, because like those those timeouts feel forever when you watch it yeah. on your phone. But um, I was explaining to a friend like, oh, we either gonna win this one or we gonna lose by a game winner. But if you would have witnessed that time, that moment. that span of us not being able forever. to get a rebound. It was the craziest thing I've ever witnessed in a basketball game ever yeah. from any team. It was just free throws, they miss, don't get a rebound. Free throws, they miss, we don't get a rebound. Free throws, they miss, we don't get a rebound. And it's like we're gonna lose this game. That's how I feel. I was yeah. actually gonna, I was, I was gonna stay at home to watch the game live, but we had free tickets to this event. And my homeboy's like, I'm like, nah, I'm not gonna go because you know if it's playing, I'm trying to watch this, celebrate. He's like. Bro, you can watch it on your phone, but you can't you can't miss a live event. So I'm like, yeah. you got a point. And I felt really good about going to the event because yeah. we were up big yeah, at yeah, half. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, oh, this is lit. And then we lose, and like it killed. It kind of really killed my mood at the event. But like the final fight at the event was a knockout, so it kind of got me back up. But I was just like, I was kind of bummed out there. Yeah. Like, Fuck, bro. 
Like in the middle of this nice ass karate event. Yeah. And so But yeah, wait, Zach, like what you like sorry. you were saying, um, how long it felt and stuff. They were I was sitting on on FAU's side for the second like half, like where they were shooting. So they were down at the other end of the court for the longest time and I'm like watching like this and I'm like, yo, they've been down there forever. Yeah. And like even like towards the end, there was just a bunch of things that didn't go our way or we like now that we messed up, we just had mental misses. Like, obviously, they, they started playing better defense. We had mental misses where, like, it could have been game deciding also. And I was I was talking to Alan, texting, like, yo, we should have done this here. And he's like, yeah, I was saying the same thing. So, <coughs> excuse me, it was just, yeah, yeah it was crazy. So to be thinking, like, at halftime, and even, like, with 10 minutes left, I'm like, yo, I'm going to be here Monday. Yes. Watching the championship. Bro, at no point up until what I just said. Did it feel like we were losing the game? Like we were up big at half. We dominated. We were up the seven. Entire game, and they then made, they took it to five. We got up to fourteen. Then they started coming back with ten minutes left. And like when there's six minutes left in the game, I just I felt sick the entire time. I was yeah. like, this is not like the momentum was not in our favor. Stuff's not like going the way it's supposed to go. Um. Yeah. Yeah, and then that that game with the shot. <laughs> It felt like he wasn't going to get it off at one point in time, and as soon as it left it hand, it left his hands, I knew it was good. Yeah. I, I knew it. And then I'm sitting there recording, ready to have a freak out, like, oh, we're about to win. I'm quiet. Tatiana's trying to take pictures of me, take videos of me. I didn't want any of that shit. He hits the game-winning shot. I just, like, fall to the ground, <laughs> like, on my knees. Bro, that shit, the whole alehouse or yard house went silent. Um, then of course, did you have anything else about FAU before mm-hmm. I go on? So then Miami plays immediately after, and I told y'all, I think everyone knows how big of a UM fan I am. Um, a lot of people ask like, what are you going to do if Miami and FAU play? I genuinely didn't have an answer. I wasn't going to cheer for one team or the other. Um, like, yes, at the end of the day, I'll probably say I'm a bigger UM fan, but if that game happened, I'm not cheering for UM over FAU. I'm not cheering over F- cheering for FAU over UM. Um, but I also didn't realize how much that FAU loss was going to affect me mm-hmm. going into the UM game, because she can tell you, like, I was devastated after that loss. I didn't want to talk. That's I, the worst way to lose, because it, <laughs> yes. it wasn't like... We didn't lose to a team that was better than us. Yeah. That so Yes. We played tougher teams throughout the entire tournament and when yeah, so I'd much rather get and we, and we came back against other teams that I were would. seemingly better than us. Yeah, so I got a neighbor that's a UN fan. He's he's really? an old head. It's like an old head that he always just we chop it up. I actually saw Justin too. Yeah, yeah. He told me he told me he saw you. Uh, and he said, uh thank you. Thank he was thanking me for introducing y'all because he's like AJ's a cool dude. Um, but yeah, that Miami game, I just had zero motivation to watch. Didn't enjoy it. I mean, we played like shit anyway, so would it have been nice to win? Yes. But at the end of the day, I just wanted to see a FAU-UM matchup. All of Florida wanted to see it. All yeah. of Florida wanted to but see it. Yeah. We had to riot, bitch. It's, t- it's tough. Yeah. Palm Beach and Broward County versus Miami-Dade. Yeah. But I was on the first flight out the next morning. Cause I was like, I was like, oh, okay, I'll, I'll, um, I mean, I was going to try to get one for like three. Cause I had plans the next morning, but those, especially right after, like I, I, the tickets were there during the UM game and then UM lost and those tickets weren't there anymore. I was like, Oh wow. So then I ended up having to get in the first flight out, but yeah, I wasn't trying to stay too long in there. And now I just have 
I hate Houston. Like, I never want to go back. <laughs> like, there's no, no reason for me to go there. Yeah, look, you just got to go back and do a brunch, and that'll change how you feel Did about Did you Houston. eat good in Houston? I always hear Houston got great food. We we went, I went to this, the pit room. It's like a, I guess it's an infamous, like, barbecue smokehouse out there. Um, There's that. Theo took me to this taco spot that was pretty good. It wasn't, like, traditional, like, tacos or street tacos, but, um, like, they had, like, a, a, a Wagyu burger taco the flavors and stuff were really good and what they were doing was cool but there's that and then i think there's only two two things i really ate to really appreciate houston you got to do a brunch bro (laughs) like real shit you you brunch in houston is different and like yeah once you do that you be like i fuck i fuck with houston that's not my thing but maybe it's not your thing but you would enjoy it if that makes sense because you enjoy good vibes okay and the vibes plus like the women You'd mm-hmm. enjoy it. That you'll style them, G. I don't know the way you just described that. Doesn't sound like AJ would enjoy that. <laughs> nah, Houston got some some baddies of like everything. <clears throat> Asian, yeah, but that's black. Uh, yes, I understand that. And yes, AJ would enjoy it, but that's not AJ's thing. Like AJ wouldn't go out of his way to fucking do that shit, bro. <laughs> Nigga just shrugged. I think he would enjoy it. Like, cause we like when we go out of Miami. You enjoy going out of Miami, don't you? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. It's just like yeah. you be around the right people, you go to the right spot, it's definitely lit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you would enjoy it, bro. All right, last thing we got, I mean, the news is drilled it into the ground. If y'all want to talk about it, we can. If not, we can end the pod. But Iowa and LSU, <laughs> Caitlin Clark versus An- Angel Reese. I was going for LSU. You were. <laughs> you were. I was going for – I predicted – Iowa to win. I, I definitely thought they had it in the bag. Um, not mad as I actually. I'm not even going to speak on that. <laughs> since, I was just actually happy. Yeah. Happy I got a prediction right. Yeah, you did. <laughs> you did. And I feel like as soon they as they won I by said, a, like a good amount too. It wasn't close. I mean, it was. It was kind. It was. It really wasn't close. It, like they kind of made it interesting, but LSU was dominant the whole game. Yeah. And the refs kind of screwed it up for everybody. Like but I felt like no comment. I mean, obviously, yeah. yeah I'll, I'll comment because I'm not an official, but yeah. it was just that, bro. They came out of the gate just on top of their whistles, and it's like, all right, cool. So I'll, I'll say this because this is what I told somebody else, like uh, one of my intramural supervisors, who everyone had the opinion that Phil has. So a lot of people don't realize this, and you know this, yeah. um, being an ex-official. Getting to that level, I don't know any of those three officials if they officiated a national championship game before, but obviously that's just as big of a moment for officials as it is for, for the, the players teams, and yeah. teams. Um, in getting to that moment, you obviously know you want to try to get there again. And in order to get there again, you have to officiate what you feel and what your assigner is going to feel is as close to a perfect game as possible. So you have to enforce the rules as written. You have to uh, enforce like the points of emphasis that we've had all season, which the officials were enforcing all the points of emphasis, which yes, to the casual fan, they don't like that. But like the officials, it's not like, okay, let's, be lax on this game. Let's let the the game happen, which I'm sure in the pregame they did talk about, like, we want the players to play for us, but they still are like, we we have to be on our P's and Q's and do what our assigner wants so that we can get to this game again. So 
I get both sides of the coin from a spectator side. It's maybe not the most enjoyable. Th- it's not the most enjoyable thing. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. But from an official side, it's like, damn, it's tough. You put in a tough position because you want to get back here. You got to call the game the way that you know your assigner wants it so that they assign you again. Yeah. But but I understand that. My issue wasn't my issue wasn't that they came out tight because mm-hmm. I get like I get the philosophy. Hey, let's be on top of shit so we can yeah. control the game. Problem was, I feel like they came out and tried to be so perfect. Yeah, they just start making bad calls, and that's that's my point. And yeah. and that was and that's what hurt them, as opposed to just letting the game flow. Mm-hmm. It was they calling fouls on star players that's a not fouls, and it's touch fouls, yeah. touch fouls that are very subjective. Yeah, and it's like ooh, that just doesn't look good yeah. to have two of LSU star players in foul trouble. In the first quarter, they don't play the whole second quarter. Then two of LSU, uh, two of Iowa's, well, their star center in foul trouble. She plays not much in the second quarter. Then Kaylin yeah. gets three fouls. Yeah. The last foul is a touch foul, and she don't play a little. Like, she's playing with three fouls, so she can't even get in defense. Like, it's you call the game so tight and want to be yeah. so perfect that now you affect the outcome of the game. And, and that's what that. I don't like. Yeah. I like when refs just not let them play. But call it within the flow of the game. Yeah. Keep the flow of the game good. Yeah. And that was my issue was that they disrupted the flow of the game. Nah, I get that. And then and 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 and, and it was in big situations. But minus like all minus the refs, I don't think Iowa beats LSU regardless. Cause like I told y'all when I predicted LSU to win. So I will say cause <laughs> in typical Zach, I know you think you got a jinx, bro. The Zach jinx is something serious. And mine's pretty good too. <laughs> yours is good, but I think mine mine takes the cake for sure. Cause you didn't even ask like very beginning of the like you asked the beginning of the game, but it wasn't before tip off or first minute. Like you asked a few minutes in, like who y'all got. I gave my Iowa prediction and I, I said that before. No, you asked you asked like kind of early in in the game. Okay, once the game has started. And I was like, LSU's offense doesn't really impress me. And bro, after that, LSU had a fucking record-setting performance. These <laughs> motherfuckers was hitting every three, banking threes. Like, the way LSU was playing on every single possession is like when you playing pick up basketball and the most trash nigga on the court has the ball and hits the game-winning shot. Yes. Like, that's how it felt like every one of LSU's possession was. It's just, of course this shit goes in. Of course this trash motherfucker makes the shot. Sorry. That's how every LSU possession was. But that shit was crazy. It was enjoyable to watch, for sure. But I felt like LSU was going to win solely because they had more black people. <laughs> I'm serious. That's yeah. usually a recipe for success. Yeah. I was like, and and I had, I had actually watched a couple of Iowa's games. Yeah. And they're so dependent on Caitlin Clark. I was mm-hmm. like, okay. I looked at the records. I'm like, shit, LSU got some dogs. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, they whole team pretty much all black. I'm like, yeah. yo, they got some dogs. But I've also watched LSU several, a couple times throughout the tournament, and then I think once in the regular season. And I still stand with what I said. Like, their offense, it's, it's cool. Like, it's not anything, like, national championship winning-wise to me. Um, I definitely think they're a serious team, but – it's their physicality, their defense that has always impressed me. But their offense, I was like, I think, I think Caitlin Clark can keep Iowa in the game. But, but I, I feel wrong. like, I feel like defense always, yeah, physicality yeah. and defense always gives you over the edge, right? Yeah. And so for me, 
I was looking at, all right, they got some dogs. But then I like the fact that they was like, Shorty was like, yo, if you leave us pregame, mm-hmm. before the game started, like, if you leave us open like that, we're going to knock down them three. So they yeah. came in there like, bro, we not, we ain't scared of y'all. Yeah. So I just like that that tough energy, yeah. which is why I picked him. I was like, I mean, I fuck with Kaylin Clark. She cold. Nah. But, but even though the – well, we didn't even talk about the whole Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark thing, but I do kind of want to end on this. Like, a lot of people did feel the same way about the officiating that you did, and it was like, oh, this is bad for women's basketball. But I think all in all, that game was a great game. I'm happy that the game was on ESPN. The, the, the girls got exposure, and I think women's basketball is just going to continue to grow. They had, um, one, I thought it was wild that they put up 100 in the college game. Yeah. That was crazy. Yeah. I'm like, bro, they hooping yeah so that was like really fun to watch because i think in i think the thing that doesn't i think what women's basketball get overlooked is that shot making is just always better in women's basketball because mm-hmm. they're not as athletic so yeah. i feel like shot they, making is better i feel like they can shoot better as generally yeah i just feel like women shoot like women basketball teams shoot better than men's basketball team and i don't and i don't know the stats of it but just from like an eye test Yeah, but I also feel like because they aren't as athletic and they they, I feel like it's almost they're a little bit more skilled when it yeah, comes yeah, to shooting. One hundred percent. Um, so that was cool, and I'm pretty sure they had more views than the men's national championship because they had nine point nine million viewers. Yeah. I don't think the men's championship got close to that. Nah, and then uh, I know that their tickets were going more as well. Because yeah. I think their game was in Dallas, and then men's obviously was in Houston. Was the championship game in Houston well, or the just Final Four? Final Four. So Final Four is everything. So the championship included. Okay. Yeah. So, yes, <coughs> men's was in Houston, women's was in Dallas. Wait, where, what stadium did they play in, though? I'm assuming at t Oh, the football field? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's where me and Luke will be in two weeks. Hey, Jerry's World. Yep. But that's all I got for this part. Y'all got anything else? Nah, I'm good. It's been another episode of Save for the Pod, episode number 103. Phil hit the drop. Peace. Ciao.